0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Killer Collab Podcast. As always, my name is Tone Day from Florida, and joining me is Chris Leto from Reaper Films. Howdy, howdy. Yeah! Good morning. And we have a returning special guest, Mace Walker. How are we doing this morning?
1: Doing great. How are you guys?
0: Doing wonderful, wonderful. Now, you had visited us recently in the past. Our first returning guest hopefully first of many. Am I really? Yes. Yes.
1: Cool. Yes. Appreciate it. Thank you. We like you
0: that much. The recycle. So apparently. (laughs) Um, Now we're going to do a little follow up on your uh, recent release of Triggered. I know we were promoting it on
1: the show last time.
0: Um, What stages are you in now?
1: Um, Right now I have about probably like four to five weeks left to like get it finalized before submitting it um so my assistant and I are basically just working on the color grade um and we're trying to license some of the music that's in there um I went through a lot of Spotify like indie aesthetic like playlists and found some artists that I thought would work with the film and then when i screened it i screened it with copyrighted music because it was private and it's not actually going to be yeah you know screened like that um but people were saying you know you're gonna have to replace it with like some free shit or whatever which is like obviously like that's that's a good idea like you can make something great with that but i was just so attached to this music that i was Mm -hmm. like why don't i just try and just ask them like hey what would you take for it yeah Yeah.
2: Yeah, and um
1: so i emailed one of them um I emailed a few of them, but one of them actually, her manager got back to me um, because it's in this scene that I, like, if I didn't have any of the other songs, like, this is the song that I need because I feel like this is the best scene in the film. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just told her that um, because another one of the artists that I really, really want his stuff so bad, but his manager told me that the lowest they could go would be seven grand per song.
3: Oh, man. And I'm like,
1: shit, like, I'm... What?
3: What band was that?
1: Um, It's called Teen Days. It's just one person, and he takes nature, like, sounds of nature, and then combines them with music, and it's really eerie, and, like, you can just hear, like, birds in the background and crickets, and it's just really – I love it, and it goes really well with a lot of the scenes because I didn't, like –
0: He probably doesn't make seven grand a year. I know, because,
1: like, this is (laughs) stuff that's, like – this is, like, weird music that, like – Maybe you could vibe to if you're, like, tripping on acid or something. Yeah. But it's nothing like like a real band. This guy's got, like, a keyboard. And I almost feel like I should try again because maybe they're trying to get more money out of me. And then I just, just need to establish us, that.
3: my budget. Okay, I'll yeah. give you, a,
0: I'll give you a 100 bucks, bucks. In, a, in a sweet tart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it was, I was going back and forth. And then his agent was like, well, he's under a contract where he can't take any less. And I was like, is that? Because I feel like I can That's negotiate hard. that. Uh, but the other artist that I just I love her... Um, the song that I have in the scene that I think could get me into a big festival, I think the scene could be it for me um, if I do go somewhere big. Um, Her manager got back to me and then she was interested in it and I told her that my budget would be like pretty low. I was like, no more than like Probably a couple hundred dollars, honestly. I wouldn't
0: even say that. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> shout out your name in
2: the movie. I <laughs> uh,
0: could do that. Um,
1: and then she said, she got back with me and then she was like, oh, well, are you going to distribute it? Where's the, what's the plan for the film? So she's, like, what's, she's basically like, what's in it for us? So I yeah. was like, well, if we go to a top tier festival, people see her music and they like her music, she could get better connections, you know, and maybe she could score some films. So that's kind of like what I said. I'm still learning how to negoc- negotiate with people yeah. and not come off, like, insecure. Because I feel like before when I would ask people for things, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little um, girl who's trying to make movies. Please help. And that just looked really, like, I, you need to look more confident well, in your work or they're everything. not going to trust right. you. They're not even going to fuck with you at that point. So... I'm in the process of trying to work with her on licensing it right now. Yeah. So,
0: well, sometimes, sometimes with movies and shows, they you have to like show them like a copy of the movie
1: and or show. I I sent her the scene and I haven't heard back yet, but it's been like four days. But she said she suggested that she would send me a quote, and then she got two of the other like managers who I don't know how it works with music, but on board. And then they were like, we're all in this group email. But it's making me a little nervous because I haven't heard anything back, and the scene is like a little weird because it's like. A scene with, like, not real nudity, I wish, but, like, obviously it was, like, I have a minor in there and I would never shoot anything like that. Yeah. And it's, it's basically just her in, like, the shower and it's just this weird, like, trippy scene. Uh, but it's not, like, sexualized or anything. Um, But I, yeah, I think that maybe they would, if they were turned off by anything, it would be that. But, I mean. But you um, have that, like,
0: almost every movie. Like, there, I mean, I, I. In every movie, I think there's someone, like, in a shower or half naked or broad I mean, that's
1: why I originally was going to cast her role to be, like, 18 or older because I did want to show, like, I didn't want, I guess I didn't want to show it necessarily, but it was more so, like, I didn't want to have to, like, go around and, like, try and block it so that it would be difficult and come off awkward. But we shot it in a way that, like, the shower was, like, the the, um, smoke or whatever. What am I, not the smoke, God, what I'm trying, the condensation on the glass, like, kind of Hit all that and she had like a nude like bikini on and so it looks it looked yeah. really good yeah um but yeah i'm waiting to hear back hopefully yeah. she likes it mm-hmm. if not i'm gonna cry but i'll find something oh. better you know
0: well yeah, yeah i mean about that. <laughs> yeah definitely out of everything you don't
3: cry about that yeah <laughs> it's like oh shit we didn't get a damn right song. but it's after best, all it's just best usually to get an Get permission from the bands before and,
1: right, right.
3: Find somebody to score your movie. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing um, with my next
1: project. Is trying so to get that before.
3: I mean, getting licensing on our level is. Yeah. Near impossible. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Even when I, for YouTube, I I have to go through a whole bunch of licensing to do any music. Yeah. Like any of my other videos, like I literally have to go get their licenses Mm -hmm. or like, like, or I have to use like non-licensed music and it's just terrible.
1: Yeah. I edited a lot of the movie to like the beat of music though. And so Mm -hmm. that's why I was, I was so sold on these songs because I listened to these songs when I edited. So like, there's like, for example, like when she gets out of the shower, um, and then she drops her towel like there's a break like in the song like it stops the towel drops and then it picks back up and cuts the next shot and it looks almost like a music video type yeah. thing. Yeah. and so that's why I really wanted to get that song so fingers crossed
0: yeah, yeah m- music is very um, touch and go because you just never know um, I know I worked in the music industry for probably like five to seven years actually when i was on the radio and i've dealt with a lot of uh, executives and, pro- and uh, producers mm. like they just don't want to let their music go unless it's like like a big hollywood movie or right. like they're going to get royalties mm. and like it like it's really
1: i understand ridiculous. that too because it's personal you know yeah well yeah,
0: they, they spend as much time on their music than we do like on um, just our films yeah and scripts and right like just in general like their art like just how perfect like mastering a song is how long that take is probably amount of time it takes to shoot an entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally how difficult it is just to master a song. So I mean I understand why yeah. they they want to charge or like they want you know fruits of their labor. Yeah, at
1: that point. yeah, it's, of course.
0: Same thing, same thing as us. But like we want to get paid for they the hard work they They don't want
1: to just like do. donate. And then especially yeah. like if they don't like their song being associated with. Your content, or they just yeah, that's not cool. the meaning of the song, and you're interpreting it Everybody's differently. Different though.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. like if somebody asked me, Hey, we, we want to use your movie for something, I'd be like, Okay, yeah, <laughs> cool. well, you're chill, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. cool,
0: do it. Oh man, so the, the, that one song um, that you're trying to get, and then how, how many songs do you have to get licensed?
1: Um, well, hypothetically speaking, if I did go for all of them, which I can, I don't have time, um, probably like 10. Um, but a lot of these artists, the reason that I feel like it's possible is what I do is I look for people on Instagram. I spend a lot of time on social media not really posting, but looking for who is starting to take off. And I message them and try and keep them in the loop and stuff because if I see that they're getting a lot of views or they're starting to collaborate with people who are higher than them, um, then I like to build like a personal relationship with them. Yeah. Um, for example, I did this with a makeup artist like a year ago. Um, her name's Michaela Jane, and she had like 2,000 followers. She was um, getting bullied a lot on Instagram because she's she's like 22. She worked at Alta Beauty, and, like, people were just making fun of her because she was making all these TikToks and stuff. And um, she was talking about her depression on her story. And I seen that one of her TikTok videos was starting to – um go viral and so i messaged her and i was like hey just sit tight you know you're probably going to be famous in the next few months and she's like i hope and then i told her a little bit about what i do i'm a filmmaker you know i was like i feel you you're young like me you're just trying to make it or whatever and now she just did like a collab with this huge brand called Glamlight and she's working with these celebrities she's got millions of followers on instagram she's like living in like some other state now in this big apartment and yeah it's crazy it's like she's actually like a celebrity now Hey, you You never know. You never it really know. Was
3: crazy. Like, it's crazy. I got a cool story. So I shot a movie, I think it was 2000. Was 2015 or 16? up in Georgia. And um, they needed a DP, and someone mentioned me to the guy and contacted me. And, and I ended up shooting the movie. And uh, it was a short. It was like a 30-minute short. And um, the director and producer had met a musician after a concert in Atlanta, and you know, he was talking to him and he said, You know, I got a movie coming up. I I would love to have some of your music in my movie. And the guy's like, Yeah, absolutely. So he basically wrote him a contract, let him use like three songs from the album. And while we were shooting the movie, like this was like months before we even started shooting. While we were shooting the movie, the guy's song went number one on the billboard for weeks. It was mm-hmm. Hozier. You know crazy.
1: I actually I know the name. I don't know what it is though.
3: Yeah. What's he the had, song again? Um, take me to church. Oh yeah.
1: Oh 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 yeah, that one. Yeah. So yeah, the guy got right. to use
3: Hosier's music for his movie, that's like insane. amazing. And that's it was crazy. before he even blew up. You know, yeah. he was just like a little independent, um, musician in Atlanta, and he just happened to go to a show and wow. met him, and he was like, you know, I really like your music. I'd love to. Have that. I mean, it'd be perfect. Right. And so we got like three songs for the movie, and it just makes the movie like it takes it to another level the music that that's in this movie mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's nice. But if he had met the guy months later, no way. Did that, he write
1: that, that song for the movie or he already, no, no, out. No, okay. he already, it
3: was all, yeah, he had an album out already. Yeah. It wasn't out yet, but he was performing the songs from the album yeah. and uh, I don't know how the guy ended up going to the concert or whatever. It was just like a small indie concert. And he I love those kind guy. of concerts. Yeah, yeah, he talked to the guy after the show and um wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing music. how it's amazing how things just happen like that. Yeah, <laughs> That's nuts. Wow. That's crazy. nuts. And then while we're shooting, that song was like all over the freaking radio, like nonstop. No matter what channel you put on. Yeah, I remember gone. that. <laughs> and uh, oh, it's yeah. an amazing story. Um, but that's just dumb luck. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, you never know where right. it's going to strike. Like, it could be literally lightning right. in a bottle anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like One be- thing you should do is I when I first started shooting, um, I would shoot movies here and there. But I shot a lot of music videos.
2: Like
0: yeah.
3: tons of music videos. Mm-hmm. They're fun, too. And, I mean, I'd say 80% of them were rap videos. <laughs> but... I have all these musicians now that if I need a song, I can say, Hey, man, I need a song for my movie. That's good and idea. They can either give me one or make one or whatever. Yeah, but what movie you can use a rap song on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, um, Crazy Lake has a, a movie by uh, Justin James, who I did like three or four mo- videos for. Oh. And uh, it's in one of the scenes.
0: Oh, so, nice. Oh, there you go. Um, the
3: more you know. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's always places you could put it. Well, um, yeah, but you know, I don't. I mean, any movie. You don't really I'm... do a lot of. Like when you, like there's doesn't seem like there's a lot of indie rock bands or alternative bands that like do music videos. I don't know why, or maybe I'm just not looking in the right place. Yeah, I mean, I worked with
0: a music studio down in uh, actually they're in Seminole now. I was working with them. I was doing live concerts, live streaming, and they do a lot of uh, original music with uh, like indie bands and everything. Like that. I mean, a lot of bands that do a lot of covers, but there are also bands that do. Uh, Original music. Yeah. I was actually thinking about doing some more with them, but I, it's been a while, like since I've worked with them. But they they do a lot of independent music there, and yeah.
3: so there there are bands out there. It's just they don't know how to market themselves. I mean, I probably did a hundred music videos, and I'd say eighty of them were rap. Yeah, I did a couple country. I did a few Christian. There you go. Music. Did you did you find Jesus? A couple rock band, metal.
2: <laughs> I mean. Yeah.
0: yeah anyway, I don't, I don't see you wearing a cross. Did you? Did you? Did you no. Repent.
2: No. I did repent. Did
3: <laughs> <you>? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so you got a new movie coming up? Hmm. Have you? You haven't released the title yet.
1: Um, I haven't. Um.
3: No, did you write this movie? I did. Okay. I um. What kind of movie is it, Mace? <laughs>
1: It's a, well, it's a psychological thriller, which is my, it's like a it's kind of like a horror, I'm advertising it as horror, because (laughs) everyone's like so excited to do a horror film, and like I've always had issues, I think, getting people, I guess, on board with Triggered and other little stuff I've done, because I've always like tried to find like, I've always gone for like something really controversial, and I think it started out as a way to get attention but then it just turned into like that's just kind of like what I like to do because I have my own opinions about things I like to share them Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of people were kind of like all right I don't know if I want to like go and cross the line there and like make a film about kids shooting kids like that's a little much so I'm like what can I do that will get people involved you know what's
3: funny is when I first started making movies I was like very ambitious like my first movie we had well, like 15 locations my second movie had 19 locations yeah and it goes down as you I, would, going. <laughs> whenever I would whenever I was trying to get a, yeah. a location the owner would always ask me what kind of movie is it
2: yeah
3: I would never say horror because it turns everybody off yeah mm-hmm. so you saying psychological thriller is actually brilliant because I would always say oh it's a it's, like a, it's a thriller I would never say J- horror. Just don't market it like that because yeah. Chris won't watch it because it's yeah. psychological. Yeah, I, it. <laughs> I, like,
1: I like psychological horror. Well, what triggered, I would say it was um, a bullying drama PSA and schools would be like, oh, okay. And then it's like, I'm just kidding. But um, We
2: kill motherfuckers.
1: You don't want to like disclose. You know, like I think I said this last time, but when we did this, the massacre scene, like the owner, I forgot to tell the owner it was a massacre scene because I didn't think he would rent it to me, this wedding venue, if I told him that it was going to be this crazy, bloody mess, and, like, I had insurance, so I was like, okay, hey, if we, you know, fuck up the floor, you know, better to ask for, you know, forgiveness and whatever, but um, oh, yeah. I I did it, and, like, I didn't even realize till the end, like, I never told him still after the scene, and then he was just there, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, and he's like, no, you're good, so... I mean, that's just, that's pretty rare though. Like, most people would have an issue with that. So, I mean, yeah, definitely going to call it a psychological thriller. But I already have most of the locations because this is, we're shooting it in the town that my dad grew up in Mm -hmm. um, Troy, North Carolina. And the reason that I chose it was because. I wanted a change of scenery, and then, like, the weather here, like, we're shooting outdoor scenes. Like, I've had people get really hot on my sets, yeah. and oh, yeah. it just makes me look bad because I have people that get sick and all that, and I just, I don't want to look like I can't take care of my team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also, Chris, take notes. Take there's notes. not sure a lot sure. of, <laughs> I was looking into it in North Carolina. They said that there's been, um, like, just over 1,000 productions in the past, like, 38 years. Well, and I know Asheville like,
3: is, is kind of booming yeah, it is. Um, it's so expensive there right now. Yeah, Asheville, There's a lot of stuff going on there. I'm mm-hmm. actually in a Ashville Asheville filmmaker group that I've been in for years, and they do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of small budget stuff. So, what is um, what's the movie about? If you don't want um, to,
1: I can say what it's about. Um, it's. I like to. I guess the common theme with everything I write, I've noticed, has been some form of obsession. Um, so. This one is about a mother um, and her family. So basically, I feel like with my family and I, I feel like I'm kind of like the oddball. And I feel like a lot of my family, like, we don't support each other the way that we should. I feel like it just, everything just seems really fake or sugar-coated. And we have all these, like, family events and everything. And then it just seems like uh, as soon as everyone leaves, it's like, who can we talk shit about now? Or this person's here. Mace isn't in college yet. It's just always some bullshit, you know. And as, and on my dad's side too, the same thing. My dad's getting a divorce right now from um, his wife. And like when they were all together, her family and everything, it was just kind of like the most perfect. Like I don't know, we'd have like barbecues and all this shit, and like and take family photos, and then it just everything just feels so fab- They felt so fabricated, and I just yeah. it felt so toxic. And I was like, it's almost like creepy because everything looks so good on the outside and, um, you I just don't know. A lot of
3: families
2: like
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I feel like everyone, like, yeah. a lot of people have that. And so I'm like, like I'm going to write about something that's kind of like that. Um, so it's about this mother named Harriet and, um, she lives in this farmhouse and she's got this huge, like toxic family of just kind of just redneck type people. And she owns a floral shop. Um, and she just has this real simple life. Um, and she thinks she's perfect, like, she thinks she's so sweet and the most kind person, but she never realizes that she almost has, like, an ego about her, like, everyone thinks she's so sweet, and she wouldn't ever, like, her to fly, but then, like, she, her issue is that she just never takes responsibility, Yeah. and she just, anytime anything goes wrong, it's their fault? I'm, per, I'm the perfect mother, I'm the perfect mm-hmm. friend, everything, I've got my shit together. Um, so anyways, like...
3: People have told her she's so great for so long that yeah. she actually believes it. Yeah, there basically,
1: really and it's yeah. just kind of like it's
3: the shit. Don't stink. People. I know people like that. That like they're so into themselves, sweet and nice up front, but like you know them and they're just like nasty people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but oh, they yeah. put on this facade of you know being sweet and liking people, all right? And, all this shit, but they hate and she everybody. wants
1: to be yeah. genuine, but it's almost like she just
3: she doesn't she know
1: what just, genuine is. Yeah, it's just like she feels like she's just obligated to be like sweet and kind all the time, but. Mm. Um, She has her own problems where she just constantly judges her siblings, and she just thinks that she's just the greatest. Um, so anyway, she has a son, and her brother is an alcoholic um, who struggles with bipolar disorder. And then she has a sister who, like, doesn't really want to be a mother. She's got a kid, and um, her sister's, like, thinks she's, like, 20, but she's in her 40s, and she's, like, Got those jeans with all the bling, and she's always like hanging out with teenagers. And she's like just, that,
0: I do too. you know, kind of <laughs> like the, where I
2: work now, like Clearwater Beach,
1: so like t- that white trash off. type,
2: yeah.
1: like that white trash type mom, yeah. you know. That's like, I don't yeah. give a fuck about my kids, she's you know, high school, yeah, she's like 40, she just in high school and, yeah, she just hardy, wants to have fun all the time, probably
0: but, grandmother, too. And all so, right. Right. she
1: moves, she lives in the city, and um, she moves away from like the country and all that. And, anyways, they meet up because. Harriet's son is having a birthday party, Um, so they all come to like this, she lives on this big property, and they always have like these cookouts and everything, and it normally results in like people getting drunk and arguing, blah, 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 whatever. Um, So all the kids are playing, and um, basically Adam, that's her brother, gets into an argument with the dad, and um, he gets on this tractor, um, because they're arguing over how tall the grass is. And just some bullshit like that. Oh, uh, just make sure
0: you don't give too much away.
1: Yeah, just, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, I'm d- trying to you, like think of how I can I mean, start you, you, off you, the film.
0: You, you don't have to get too specific. It's just you know just just build up the you know just build up the little synopsis and just that's it. Well, but,
1: basically, he accidentally like kills Harriet's son because he gets drunk on a tractor and runs him over.
0: Kind, <laughs> and, kind of like the beginning to. Uh, what is that pet cemetery <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah
2: yeah it's, it's like, like that i
0: should have even that would freak me out forever oh god, no, like world. with the, oh with the kid oh yeah with the oh my god I, I, I that that one just that that was actually the beginning of me not like liking things happen to kids yeah. Yeah. that was the beginning that that's literally
3: typical. that's usually taboo man like to like kill a kid or yeah. kill an animal yeah but i've been seeing it more lately yeah it's weird like we're we're supposed to be
0: like everyone's supposed to be like a little bit more yeah. touchy now but now yeah. they're just doing it
1: freely. Oh. I mean, I was thinking about like cuz I want to do like a really like gory. I don't want to just cut to black like when that happens. I kind of want to let it play out yeah. and get all the reactions. But then I guess like the whole synopsis would be about like forgiveness and grief and um basically like the family kind of splits, they stop talking like it shows that like how a death in a family can kind of, like, split everyone apart. They start pointing fingers. She's like, well, if you weren't drinking or if dad didn't say something about the grass. Like, really, uh, she blames everyone but herself, and she Mm -hmm. was the one who wasn't really paying attention to her kid in the first place. Yeah, I know a lot of parents like that. And so then she takes in her, um, her sister's son for a while, and then she gets really overprotective and... Um, Then one day like another kid just shows up in her house and random kid. Yeah, he followed her nephew home from the bus stop and he just starts coming around and he ends up being like the neighbors kid across the street and he says that his parents are mean and he wants to play there and so she gets obsessed with these with her neighbors who she doesn't ever talk to their kid And it almost becomes kind of like an illegal type thing because it's like you can't have someone else's kid spending the night at your house when they don't fucking know where they're at. But his parents don't care. But it just becomes Mm. weird over time because, like, strange events start happening and stuff. And this kid kind of just rocks the whole family, but she won't let go of it. Mm. Um, And Mm. so, yeah, it's it's a little weird. But I wanted to do something that creeps me out and monsters and spiders and stuff don't really scare me. So Mm. I'm like... If anything scares me, it's creepy fucking kids. Like, <laughs> Sinister. <laughs> Y'all have seen Sinister. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Like, I just saw Sinister 2 the other day, and yeah. that was fucking scary. Like, I didn't want to get out of my car when I got S- home.
0: See, like, I didn't, even, I didn't like the second one. I, th- I, yeah, think, I, think it, I think it unveiled a little too much.
1: Yeah, it yeah. was like a little... I feel like they showed the kids too much. Like, they kind of yeah. just yeah. lost their...
0: I mean, the whole process. I, like I got a whole I, bunch of creepy kids Yeah. Uh, Omen. That's a good one. Yeah. My brother, when he was growing Shining. up, looked exactly like the kid from the Omen. Looked just like
2: really?
3: him. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> when he There's grew up. He, Omen. Oh, Mm-mm. my God. Watch that damn movie. The original Omen. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Actually, the remake wasn't bad. Um, But the original is like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. Creepy. Weird. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with
0: Damien. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we used to call him. Whenever I hear somebody like,
3: <laughs> named Damien. That's all I think about it. Oh yeah, oh
0: yeah. But I mean, I can't. Like I said, kids. I can't. I. I mean, I can't deal with anything happening to kids. But I can. I could see them as the killer. Like, like in Pet Cemetery, when the kid comes back and he like, I forget what he says. Um, not fair when he gets killed. Like, uh, I mean, the second <laughs> time. Wow. Yeah. But he was just cute
3: trying to stab people. And it was, it mm-hmm. was, when he cut a when he cut his Achilles tendon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mackerel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, See, I can deal with kids being killers. I can't deal with them being hurt or killed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I understand that.
0: But it's like, I, like, I have this, like, weakness for kids. Like, I just love kids so much. So it's just like... There's a movie called The
3: Babysitter, too, about this little weird-ass demon kid. That's a good <laughs> cool one. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. no, that's a real indie movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, cool. So what kind of budget are you trying... To, like, how are you raising your budget? Are you...
1: Um. So this is, like, kind of weird, but a lot of the locations have offered to let us use it for free in exchange for, like, advertising their businesses, and there's a dairy farm. Um, My aunt lives up in Troy, and I told her I was going to be filming, and if she knew anywhere... Um, cause I'm going to go up in July myself and make sure that my locations are locked. But I told her kind of what the movie is about with the locations I needed and she got half of them in a day. She found some okay. dairy farm and it was like, it said private property and knowing her, she just drove right through that shit. <laughs> and she was driving on these people's property for like a mile. And then she sees this truck like pull up next to her and they're like, can I help you? And she's like, yeah. Um, my niece is a filmmaker from Florida and we want to use your farm. And he was like, "Oh, say no more." And he ended up like offering the entire dairy farm for like two weeks. Like, and wow. he was like, "It because he's trying to like, that's I guess, bring attention to his, you know, yeah. his produce or but, whatever he see, sells." See, that's
0: scary to do it in red states where you know everyone has a gun. I'm like
1: that too. I'm a little <laughs> nervous because another thing is is like I have people who are like part of like the LGBT community and stuff involved yeah. with this, and like I know that they can be really really traditional up there, and I don't want... Like, I need to go check it out myself before I lock it in. I'm going to make sure it's legit. Um, But this guy apparently has a couple houses. Now, what's weird is that, like, his... Father or grandfather lived in one of the houses, died in the house, and then it's not. You can definitely been... make
0: a movie about this that sounds guy. Like a Conjuring episode. Yeah, it's, just, it's just make it. Just make this movie about this guy too. Make a movie up there. Make right. two movies. you are Well, you're up I was there. telling
1: um, Zach about it. I was like, Hey, well, you know, we can go stay here, whatever. And he's like, Um, are we gonna get fucking murdered? Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Like, let's go and see. You know. <laughs>
0: well, like it does well, sound like the get, beginning like of like a If you do get movie. murdered, film it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: exactly. What,
0: what's that one movie where where they're doing a documentary about the murder? um how, how to make no it's not how to make a murder it's it's the guy then at the end of the movie like during the movie then he's like okay
3: we're gonna kill you now
0: <laughs> the, the, the people that are filming the documentary the
3: rise of leslie Vernon. yes yeah, that's yeah. it
0: yeah that's I, cool I need movie. to watch I, I i don't you should see that yeah, it's, mm-hmm. good. it's actually very entertaining they're making a documentary about a about um, i don't think so the killer the and yeah the, yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: they're that's making
0: a, cool a documentary word. about the killer it's like how he you know, chooses his victims and how he does it he's like Yeah, I'm just spying on them so, you know, so I can creep up them, turn the lights off, you know, make the phone ring a couple times. It was It was so weird. But then he just kills them. It's, like, awesome. Um, But, yeah, so, yeah, that does does sound like the beginning of a horror movie. Like, yeah, oh, you want to use – yeah, I'll let you use my dairy (laughs) farm. Yeah, it's weird. weird. I want
1: to make sure that it's legitimate. Um, But also, like, as far as funding goes – the reason I don't know if I want to go like the crowdfunding route isn't because like I'm not confident that I can make a couple thousand. It's that I feel like I don't know. Like when I did that with Triggered, um, I started seeing like some other like school shooting like short films being made, and I just mm-hmm. kind of worry a little bit about the idea. But I feel like if I don't share kind of what it's about, people aren't going to be interested. They're not going to know like what they're putting money towards. Yeah. Um, and then also for some reason, someone started this rumor that. I spent all the money on myself, which because it went so quickly, which isn't true. I spent it all on I my crew. You spent your own. Well, it's your money. I did. I spent most of my money on, like most of it was my money that I earned over a couple of years, but the. Like twenty five hundred that I made off the GoFundMe and from you know selling lines to people that went towards like food and you know yeah. and parking like stuff like that like it wasn't like towards like the big well, budget well, but that's
3: part of the
0: budget, yeah, that, yeah. That budget it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah people don't understand I don't you. know
1: who started that honestly and I was like how would you even know, know. Well, <laughs>
0: unless e- e- you're me even yeah, if you did take use that money that's your like you funded it yourself like you have to recoup some yeah. you got to recoup exactly. your
2: like yeah
3: funds. so are you gonna do a, a pre like before you shoot budget like try to raise it um, or are you gonna try to raise it after so like what we typically yeah. do is we front our own money we'll make the movie like and the, you raise the it difference after. is we have a we have a formula we already know how yeah. much we're gonna raise and they'll go fund me mm-hmm. so we just basically put the money up and then cut a trailer yeah you know sell props and crap from the movie you could even do a budget by scene fundraiser afterwards
1: yeah that's a good idea you could do a budget by
0: scene and just basically just i mean then you'll get some rollover and then you'll be able to fund like you let it keep rolling over
1: when we were getting some of it which is a, a crazy way but my aunt um is friends with a bar owner up there in troy and i didn't even know what this was but there's like motorcycle rides that they do up there and she's friends with these motorcyclists and she did this whole thing where she's made a deal with the bar people that she's going to get like, she's going to plan this or she already did. She, it's like for August, I think she planned this event to have this ride. Um, And the motorcycles are basically going to ride to different bars. Mm -hmm. And, like, I guess for the film, they pay $20 to ride. They go to these different bars. And then all the drinks that they buy, 20% of that, I guess, is going to go towards my film. And, like, she, like, made this whole business plan. And then she did this other thing where she knows these these bands and i don't even know if i'm going to use them but she knows a lot of these like country bands because i do want to have country music in it i'm yeah. like not a huge country music fan just but, make sure you don't overpromise. i um, know yeah i don't want to i don't want to overpromise anything and that's yeah, why i was like but she said that she was going to do this like battle of the bands type thing and she scheduled that too like in this bar sounds like your aunt should
3: be your, your executive producer i know she's never like <laughs> you'd raise the money i'll yeah. make the movie yeah.
1: and then like the, the bands it. are gonna pay like 20 bucks to play there and then if i like them i could use them so i don't think i'm gonna use any of them i had to tell mm-hmm. her that i'm like i'm not gonna promise that i'm gonna use them but yeah. like you, I, mean, you could use, yeah. them in the credits. use them in
2: the but
0: credits but nothing yeah, happens in troy the so,
1: in the so they when they hear that like um. There's going to be a film there. Like, nothing ever fucking happens. There. Oh, yeah. They're, They're all, all excited all for it. Sure. I mean, I have people, like, mm-hmm. asking, like, hey, do you want to use my barbershop? Or do you want to use, right. like, they just want to put it out on the table. So it's kind of like, it's almost like it's all just coming. Yeah. Um, together. No. But I, like, I know there's a catch because I'm like, there's no way it's going to be this easy. Well, uh, small so, just never promote.
3: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's never easy. Shit's going right. to happen. Yeah. Right. But... That's your job is mm-hmm. to get around that. And
0: some towns want to like promote tourism, so they they probably, you know, need tourists too, so they're trying to find a way just to get their name out there. Right, Are you gonna use the real city's name?
1: Um I I might. Um she was talking to Town Hall a little bit too about I mean you could change
0: the state. Like, you could say Troy uh Michigan there you or something. Go. Like, you could change the city. I mean the state. I feel but like they'd want get... me to
1: use the name if they're like yeah, excited probably. about yeah, it. Like I don't sure. think they like have much of like an indie community oh, there probably it. so like to them this my cousins think i'm famous which is it's hilarious, but they that's do. Good. Hey, you've um, been on this
0: show, you know. Yeah, two <laughs> thousand five hundred hits, I think. But you know? I guess you know when they don't—they don't
1: ever hear about anyone being a film director or anything like that. They don't realize that that's something you could anyone could really do if they no, put they their can't. mind to it. So it's You're like, on like no. no, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they,
0: they really can't. Not
3: everyone can do it. Trust me.
1: It's just a special people, but the only yeah. Thing, it, it's well, not it's not even mentally special, special too.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. To be a director, you just need to have. I was talking to Sean about it this morning. We just you just need to have drive and will, right? Yeah. And I know a, a ton of people that I knew a guy that had all this camera gear, cranes and cameras mm-hmm. and dollies, like everything you could think of to make a movie. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a movie one day. And I mean, it's been like eight years. Are you serious? And so never he just had all, all
1: that and never did, did he, he rent it out? Shit. Like, what did he do? Yeah, we
3: it? used to use this stuff. Yeah. Like when we first started, me and Sean, he had a like a crane that we ended up using on a couple movies. Um, but, yeah, and Sean's like, why don't you ever make a movie? He's like, because uh, I'm afraid it won't be good. Yeah. That's a terrible reason not to make a movie because yeah. it's going to suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your oh, first yeah. movie is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Probably the um, first couple. Once you get that in your head and just do it and get it through, go through it, yeah. and then learn from it, then your second one will be way better.
2: Right, right.
3: Um, and then you just promise yourself you're going to get better each project. Yeah, like right. each project. you do. You learn but techniques there's so and... many people that just – they have all the gear. They have mm-hmm. the know-how. They have the right. they just don't have the drive or will to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. I know a ton of people that wanted to try crazy. and they just quit. Like, and they they're like, I don't, man. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how yeah. I'm
0: doing it. Like, and they just quit. Right.
3: I just so, and just like, hearing Mace's story from the from Trigger, she should have quit probably like 20 times.
1: Well, yeah. one thing that happened <laughs> um, recently, guys, was um, right after I was on your podcast. Um, I do. You guys work in Premiere or yeah, I
3: use it. it. Yeah, um, I hate Premiere.
1: So what I we did like was here, I do. I'm I'm switching to DaVinci now yes! because I'm like <laughs> I, what we did was we shot uh, most of it on the Sony A7 and yeah. I didn't know I didn't know shit like I still don't know shit but I really didn't know shit and we were replacing the SD cards and you know that they're gonna have the same uh, name the
3: Sony and Sony starts over again I hate and it starts, that over and that and starts over
1: and starts over and starts over and For some reason, that didn't, like, it wasn't really an issue on my computer, and I think it was because I'd been using it for years for this film, and so I was doing something right, but my mom needed the computer because of her job, and, like, just all this shit happened, and I had to move the film to Zach's. And also, Mm -hmm. like, I wasn't able to focus with my family, Um, so we moved to the film Mm -hmm. um, to edit, like, to do the... And it's two and a half hours, and when we plugged it in everything's gone. Everything's fucking gone. And there's this thing like danger stripes. If you guys, do you know what danger stripes are? It's when you have that clip there, but it forgot, it lost the, the data for yeah, when it starts. You can see the thumbnail
3: and there's nothing in
1: it. Or, it's oh. the, or it starts at the wrong time. And so like a lot of those stripes, when I would play them, it would be like us with the slate. It would be the right clip, but the right time. And then it replaced almost every scene with oh the God. first thing named C001 or whatever and the whole film was just so fucked and Zach and I were like, What is going on? Because he shoots on a black magic, so he was like, I don't get I don't get it. So we were researching and I was just like I'm like, I want to just like throw myself on the floor. I'm like, I've been working on this years, it's gone, I don't get it. Like and then I st- I thought maybe if I bring it home it'll come back and it forgot everything. It had me relocate everything and then it kept when I would find the the footage, it would be the wrong clip. So I had to manually go through two hours and 35 minutes Uh. and redirect it. But since I was so disorganized with this production, I didn't have a lot of guidance throughout most of it. Um, I had clips that were like their, their folders aren't organized, like nothing's organized. It's just a fucking mess. And so I had to go back. the first thing I
3: do is when Mm -hmm. I, when we have a movie and I upload all the footage, I will take like an hour. It only takes an hour. Mm -hmm. Like just make your scenes. Scene one folder, right. put all the scene one footage in that folder. Scene yeah. two, put all the scene two in that folder. And it takes like an hour to do that. And it makes things so yeah. much easier. And, then, and um, that's then the one thing I hate about the Sony is when you shoot on an SD card and you take that SD card out and put a new SD card, it starts back from yeah, one.
1: I didn't know that.
3: And... Mm-hmm. I was like, when I first saw that, because I used to use a Canon T3i. Yeah. And it didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, it just kept, you know, the sequence. And um, when I saw that, it's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. To do, to have to, uh, you literally have to rename the files. Yeah. Before you upload. then you have you to go manually yeah, find that.
1: them again. And then I was working with Whoa. merged clips, which I didn't know was also a bad idea. Um, and so I'm still like... I just fixed it like two days ago. I've been at Zach's house like working on it like as I go along, just relinking everything. A lot of the audio like got lost too. So even though the clips were there, it didn't play. Um, And then some of the like the B-RAW files weren't um, working. There was like red and black stripes. It was saying there were errors. And then when we first started, when we first started doing this like a month and a half ago, even before this happened, Trigger took five hours to load every time. So I'd get there at like three. We'd be sitting there all throughout the night, like eating dinner. It was still like it kind of it wouldn't load, and it, we realized it was because Zach only had like eight gigabytes of like RAM or yeah, whatever, yeah, and then okay, I my computer had like 180 somehow because I got it like a, an editor built built the computer for me. So
2: 180 yeah. gigs of
1: it has RAM. A, yeah, like a ton of fucking RAM on it somehow, and I didn't know that until like we looked at the. Yeah, the specs and everything, and he and I was like, wait, how the fuck does Here's it have that? much
2: Here's
0: the thing, like mm-hmm. with Adobe, you have to have that much RAM. Yeah, you have to but, have a certain RAM. But with DaVinci, you need VRAM. Off of uh-huh. you need a high number of VRAM. So you oh. need at least te- to do about 4K. You need about eleven gigabytes of VRAM. Which come from the GPU. So when you're switching over, yeah. just be mindful of that. Or it's gonna be, or it, it'll load fine, mm-hmm. but it, it'll be choppy if you have less than that. Like oh. when you try to play it back, so you have to, yeah. da- you have to downgrade it to do the playback. Mm-hmm. But you can produce it in the 4K or 6K, whatever you want to do. But to view it or to lo- load it in, you have to do um, 1080 1080p wow. to do it. Just because yeah. DaVinci is so. Graphics driven mm-hmm. that you need the G, a higher higher end GPU to run it yeah. clean like to make it clean so that that's okay. the difference between Adobe and DaVinci is because DaVinci is all in one where Adobe you have to open up separate programs to yeah run isn't different- don't they,
1: doesn't DaVinci save the clips or is that avid I feel like there's one of them that saves. Your clips, where you don't have to, it doesn't have to pull from that drive. Like it will just keep it in the program, but then it runs so much more.
0: Yeah, it it, it, it all stays oh, in the it one saves program. The file in the program. It's in the program.
1: That's oh crazy. yeah.
3: Um. So it, so it yeah, goes right into like your it would timeline. Take up a
2: ton of space.
1: Yeah, you know? that's what I was. Thinking. Well,
3: like I said, the, so but now you have that file in, in a folder on your computer and yeah, in the software well, it, on your computer. Well, it's Great. not a, it's not the full video file. It's
0: the um, it, it's like. You know, on some programs, they have, like, different, um, like, save, save file. It's not the same MP4. Mm-hmm. They do it in their editing format. Mm-hmm. So when you put it in their editing format, it's a little bit smaller. Um, so it's formulated that way. It's not the actual full MP4. And what program oh, that so I don't have to that, use it? That, <laughs> that's DaVinci. Oh, uh, DaVinci saved the file well, in the system? But, yeah, like it's safe, the, but it's not the actual MP4. It's a smaller file yeah, form. Yeah, compressed Yeah, file. it's yeah. a compressed file, file form so we can actually go that's right that's into weird. the timeline and then you export it into Inside. the MP4. Oh, okay. So, basically, you export it. Just like my the, the other program I recommended you, Chris, it does the same thing in, in PDS form, mm-hmm. I think it's called. It's a .pds, and then you go to MP4 or MP3 or whatever you want to, like, depends on what where, where you're doing with it, and you actually just um, export it or formate, format formatted in that format that you're going to play it or record it or you're burn it. Wow,
3: well, it's I'm technical talk.
0: Non-techie.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very. I'm, I'm very techie. I think it's worth to it D, D, to be a DPN and editor. Like I feel stupid that I don't know a lot of this stuff, yeah. but I get it done. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. Well, well,
0: well, <laughs> well. You were
3: using a Sony for so long that, that I was using Sony Vegas. Yeah. Um, to edit with, and then. I was forced to use Adobe Premiere. Yeah, because I got a like job. most people. Mm-hmm. I got like a nine to five job. Well, it wasn't nine to five. I was like traveling all over the place doing video, but I, they used Adobe, so yeah. I had to learn it in like three days. Yep. And, um, and it, I've just been using it. It since.
1: crashes so much. I feel uh, like it's I horrible. feel like it's that's more why I got horrible. rid of it. Every time there's an update,
3: whenever whenever Adobe yeah. updates, yep. I have so many problems. Well, they yeah. fix something and they break something, else. right? And then I got <laughs> like it'll crash on me. I get errors, and then I got to like re update the driver right. and there's just all this there's another
1: error right now in their newest version where for some reason with b-raw it's not compatible like with yeah, merged yeah. clips yeah and they, that's something that they're like actively working on right now but it's just so much i think like if you're going to use it's good for like a beginner editor um and like if you're going to be doing like maybe like youtube videos or like commercials or like small things but definitely not for a feature film like absolutely not
0: well just they're, they're trying to get more because Braw is like Blackmagic is doing so much formulation for their Codex yeah. that Adobe is trying to get them back cuz everyone's leaving them because black, everyone's all the lower independent filmmakers are, are buying Blackmagics yeah. and, and just going to a uh, going to DaVinci because yeah. You know, well, the it, color technology compatible. is so much well, better well, well, too. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's perfectly compatible. You don't well, have when it. you
3: bought Black Magic, you would get DaVinci. Yeah, free. exactly. Like, that's why. Like, exactly. Zach has another
1: like license that he's gonna give to me, and I'm gonna learn. I'm a pretty fast learner with stuff like that. I have to just like watch a tutorial once and then well, I'm pretty much you're have definitely not gonna watch it once like, but, like, because like, there's so much. Well, not to well, it. Like, not like like no, you
0: no, got Fusion, which is like After Effects. Like that is just when you're dealing with nodes and oh my god, you need a whole course to learn that. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I for, Like I haven't used it. I haven't used it in so long because I, I haven't been film doing any film projects. I've been doing this and just working like ninety hours a week. But mm-hmm. I, I haven't filmed like anything. I'm literally trying to sell my actually Blackmagic Magic cameras.
3: <laughs>
1: really?
0: I have two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I Just got my new camera and I've got nothing to shoot.
0: Yeah. That's so sad. I want to. I, I want to sell my two to get the six K. That's my next camera.
1: Oh yeah. I think Zach just got one of those actually. I, think- I know he's got two um black magic because i know
3: we were talking so. about the 4k we were talking about the 4k last time you yeah so anyway back to the movie um, <laughs> you don't like that how much <laughs> are you trying to, to raise
1: um i have to do my budgeting because this is like the first time that i feel like i've been trying my best to organize because i know mm-hmm. what could happen um so i don't like have a set number and i don't know what would be realistic
0: always have a contingency yeah. Always have a contingency um, fund. Because- I know that
1: I'm going to have to add like all the, cause I'm going to pay people for sure. Um, oh, yeah. but I'm going to add all those rates. I don't like to try and negotiate rates that much cause I feel like I don't want to sound like condescending. Like, Oh, your work isn't worth it. So I try and just say, Hey, this mm-hmm. is all I have. Like, do you want to work with me? Do you not? Right. Like, it just needs to know. Um, but I have one of the people that I'm working with, um, suggested like he might take out like a loan cause he's producing part of it. um, which I don't want to go there because that's a, terrible, that's a really terrible, bad idea. idea, and also like I don't want strings attached and things go wrong. But that's yeah. like just the last like backup plan. Uh, but I'm still like trying to push my way through it. I've got a savings account just for my films, so if like, I need to be pull like from, from that,
3: under 10k, under 5k, probably
1: like, probably like I mean 10k if I could, because um, that's kind of what I, I did. trigger for like 15k, but this isn't gonna cost all that. Like all right. I don't have to pay for locations, and a lot of the food I'm not gonna have to pay for either because a lot of the restaurants are gonna be donating mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Like so really remember, it's just a The
3: more days you shoot, the more money you gotta you gotta, get. Yeah. Cause you right. gotta pay more So people, me and Sean were talking more this lodging, morning. More food. Right. Me yeah. and Sean were talking this morning. We're we're doing we decided to do Naked Cannibal Campers two. Uh-huh. And you know, we were talking this morning and originally we were trying to we were gonna shoot it over seven days and we were gonna rent an Airbnb out in Newport Ritchie near the camp. Um and just have like we're trying to get some out of town actors or whatever. And yeah. And a lot of people kind of live far from there, so we're just going to get an Airbnb to have everybody stay there. Yeah. And then just go drive to the camp to shoot. And we figured it out today. One, if we cut it by one more day and shot it in six days instead of seven days, that's going to save us over over a thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of money. It and, is. Yeah. yeah it is. You know, our budget is probably going to be like maybe six thousand. Yeah. And to save $1,000 for shooting one day one oh, more yeah. day, like that's huge. Yeah. That's like um, yeah, So, you know, like I told you, we got into this formula where we're, we're trying to shoot movies in five or six days mm-hmm. and we've been doing it. I mean, they're hour 20 minute, hour 15 minute movies. Um, But that's really how, how long they should be on our level. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nobody wants to sit there and watch, an hour and a half, yeah. two-hour movie. That's what I'm trying to cut down with online. a ten thousand-dollar budget. Like yeah, nobody wants to do that. So, mm-hmm. if you could keep it like hour twenty, yeah. even an hour thirty, you can probably pull right. off. Yeah, but if you can stay in that hour twenty, hour thirty-minute range, I think definitely you got a don't chance.
1: Go past that, and defi- sure. definitely, definitely
3: right.
0: storyboard so you're not
1: going yeah. much, like
3: after the fact. You're like, oh right. shit,
0: we're short. Like <laughs> if you go, and if you want to yeah. go
3: af- after the film festival, mark you know route or distributor route or whatever. Mm-hmm it's much easier to get a movie selected that's an hour and 20 minutes as opposed to a two hour movie. Right. There, nobody's right. going to select a two hour movie. Yeah, right. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've run two film festivals and I, I wanted to show as many movies as possible because yeah. I hated telling a person, yeah, your movie didn't make it. But you know, you get 120 movies submitted and you only have time to play 40 right. of them. You know, unfortunately that's how it is. Right. Um, and I would rather show five short movies than one feature. Right. So yeah. I would select anybody that was local got in automatically cause that's the audience. Yeah, the tickets that's the people coming you were talking in. about last time. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I would do is I would find, I would try to show like three to four features. I would do it over Friday, Saturday. Well, we would do it um, Friday night. We would have a premiere, like we'd show two movies and then, saturday and sunday all day Mm -hmm. so i would take my three or four best features didn't matter where they were from put those in and then fill it in with the rest would be shorts and i would try to get as many shorts as i could in there because that's mostly what people submit Mm -hmm. uh, to film festivals and you would get i mean of the 120 movies i would get i would say maybe 15 of them were features yeah but i could only show five Cause it's just because of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that not they, they were bad or anything. It was just mm-hmm. the time. So if I had a movie that, if I had two movies that I liked equally and one was an hour 45 and one was an hour 20, guess which one's getting in Yeah, to hour 20. Cause now I can show three more shorts mm-hmm. in that extra right. 30, yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, what you could do is also like do a,
0: do a short film and then do an extended cut. So basically, you know, you got basically two movies out of one movie. Right. So you could do uh, like, like send in like the short film and then uh, after that do an extended cut and do right. a full movie like
3: yeah you can have a festival cut and yeah yeah exactly i might do that
1: for triggered that actually out, uh, like yeah. i the way i have it edited and like i mean it would suck because i would probably have to cut out like some you, characters yeah, but just i just, a minor but here's the yeah. thing the,
3: the people watching that movie they don't know they don't they don't know right. what you have yeah so they won't know like say, they extend the extended cut. Can, <laughs> if you can cut that down to an hour and a half, you have a
1: I could make have two movies out of it because like yeah. it's focused on part it's focused one, part on two. three characters, and like I could easily just take out the scenes with the other characters because they never like meet really and then just make three little like you, yeah, you So do The, do movies, segments the here.
3: movies like two and a half hours? Is that
1: yeah. yeah.
3: I mean you could also cut that into like a four or five part series, you know, like
1: do forty five minutes. I was thinking about that, just because like the way I have it divided into chapters because I couldn't figure out how to make it like the the time lapse and everything. It, it's throughout the whole like school year, and also the kids get older because they've been growing as we've right. been filming it. Sure. So I was like, I could. I've been thinking about All it. Right, like if it can. doesn't get anywhere, I'll just turn it into like a little segment thing. There's really a lot of different routes I can go with sure. it. Um,
3: I just think if yeah. you can cut it down to an hour and a half, you have a way. Like, I mean, your yeah. it, your chances of getting accepted to a film festival increase by like a thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't see a film festival accepting a two and a half hour. Movie. Right. I, I just don't think mm-hmm. it's going to happen. You're just going to waste your money because mm-hmm. it's not cheap to submit to film festivals. Right. It's very cheap. Yeah. It's very expensive. And it sucks. You know, I mean, when I first started, I was like so gung-ho about putting my movie in film festivals and all this stuff. And I dropped, I mean, I had a, a film festival in Orlando that I submitted to, dropped 50 bucks and didn't get in. Right. And I was just like I was crushed. And yeah. I'm like, shit, now my movies not seeing a scene and I'm out fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So when I ran my film festival, I it was a ten dollar submission because I know how shitty it is to drop fifty dollars and not get in. You know, I hated that feeling. So I don't want other filmmakers to feel out. now I'm like, well oh, they're out ten bucks, mm-hmm. you know. Um but yeah, it sucks. So what what is um what is your what is your goal to being a filmmaker? Like, are you trying to make money? Are you trying to just put stuff out there? Like, what's your goal? Like, your new movie, what's your goal with yeah.
1: that? Um, I guess, well, right now my goal is to learn and to kind of learn the game here. And I think that um, I'm just trying to feel the mm-hmm. whole thing out. Um, this. I definitely want to make a career out of it. Um I don't talk about that much. My family thinks that's some bullshit. Like um you know, like they're like you're going to have to find some somewhere where you make money. Um but I like my ultimate goal would be I'd love to be a writer producer for um a platform like a streaming platform. Like I don't want to say Netflix cuz I don't want like for Netflix, but somewhere like that long or help um produce um, an, another streaming platform. Like, I just I write so much that I feel like I would have to work on series.
2: I have two streaming um, platforms.
1: Do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, yes, but I do. <laughs> I guess like I could.
0: I, I could put you it. Should. I, yeah. Series. Yeah. Well, I Let's think do it after you do the um your I guess your rounds of uh, festivals. That definitely. You could, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything to put it on there?
1: Right. Uh, the reason um I'm doing this this one is because I want to learn the, the business side. I want to learn about licensing about talking to managers to agents about how to send emails like I'm just basically putting myself through another semester of film school but the more technical side I'm like that's why I chose a topic that I feel like has a bigger audience and a genre with a bigger audience because I know like in film horror is like the biggest market Um, on our level horror Mm -hmm. is
3: the best way to get anything picked up make money people see it um
1: with merch too, like stuff because like comedy, that. Because comedy, love it. Like comedy
3: is so hard and drama is so hard because in comedy and drama, you you're relying budget. on, you're relying on your performance, mm-hmm. on the actor's performance. Right. And our level, we're not getting Tom Cruise and Jennifer Lawrence. We're yeah. getting, you know, the girl that's never acted before. Yeah. Or she's been in one thing, a commercial that mm-hmm. with no lines. Mm-hmm. Like that's the people that we work with in our area on our level. Mm-hmm. And um, not that it's a bad thing. Like, you know, people got to start somewhere, right? Um, so that's why it's so hard because horror movies. I mean, come on, let's face it. Most of the acting in horror movies is really shitty. Um, they like rely porn. like porn. They rely <laughs> on other aspects of the movie to carry it. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, which Our, is nothing like gore and nudity and yeah, you know, scary stuff. Like that's what drives a horror movie, not the performances. For right, yeah, you know, I think mm-hmm. the performances are secondary.
0: Our level, you go into movies if you go into a movie by 10 minutes and you don't see any, anyone get having sex, it's going to be a horror movie, indie horror movie. If you see people having sex, with the poor. So he, he, it's a porn. So it's basically the
3: same thing, the yeah. bad acting. Well, me, me and Sean have a, a formula for our movies. So every 10 minutes, we either have to show a pair of boobs or have someone die. Like that's the formula, every 10 minutes. Why not yeah. both? Because people Bye. don't want to see – or both. Exactly. Yeah. People don't want to see people talking on boobs. a bed or in a park for – 20 minutes right i mean nobody right, wants to see that right especially in a horror movie a horror yeah, movies yeah. about gore and nudity unfortunately it's just the way it's always been yeah mm-hmm. um since the probably the mid-70s like mm-hmm. that's kind of when it started um and then the 80s really brought it out and i think there i mean there's obviously horror movies that don't have those elements but they're you know million dollar say this budgets is more
1: like I guess my inspiration would be, like, The Shining or something like that. So not necessarily, like, horror, but, um, like, the thriller, the psychological aspect of it. Like, I just, um, I feel like I write drama and stuff better um, than comedy or horror action anything else. Um, But I do, like, want to challenge myself with effects. And I've gotten some people on board that I really like their work. And, like, I don't, that's another thing that... I was doing with sugar. I wasn't looking at people's work as much, and I was just trusting that they knew what they were doing, and then we have, like, a really poorly made, like, blood with, you know, syrup, which you can do it. You can make it look good, but it would be, like, clear. Like, they just would have, like, a shitty formula for the blood or, yeah. like, this – everything, like, looks stupid, and, like, well, here's the thing. we had need, to reshoot it.
3: If mm-hmm. you're talking to somebody, just ask me. I kn- I literally know everybody <laughs> in this area, mm-hmm. and I know – I've worked with – Probably everybody mm-hmm. at one point or another. Um, so if you need advice, I will ask just yeah. ask and say, Hey, do you know this person or mm-hmm. how is this person? I'll ninety percent of the time I'll know who it is and Give you an opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I saw you talking to Carl Huber.
1: Yeah, that's. Um, I love. He, he did my face mold. He did my. Yeah, yeah he, did, uh, he did. He did my head. His face mode. Oh, he really?
3: Did, yeah, he did yeah. my head.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, I was Carl's really hoping. Awesome. I was really hoping he would comment, and I'm really glad that he did because yeah, he's, he's affordable, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, if you're available. The only thing is, is that I changed the dates to October, and he's like pretty booked in October because it's yeah. Halloween, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I changed it so that like we're able to use him for like. Like a week, and like you said, I mean, I I'm sure I can shoot this in uh, less days. But um, I I was planning for all those days because I want to make sure that if we have to move things around, we have like, you know, some space there. But also, I, the catch would be I couldn't pay everyone. Every day, like if you're not working that day, then like I can't, I'm not gonna pay you for it. Right. Um, you just have to up. be there for like it's kind of like I guess a vacation, also right. in a way. Like, yeah. I don't need everyone every day, I'm very fine. um, and I also need <laughs> well, I need um,
3: crazy. Like, like we were shooting yeah. other mm-hmm. stuff, and I mean, we lived in the cabin for yeah. the whole shoot, yeah. And I couldn't the, live with them, know The kids would go off and Explore the little town we right. were in and while we were shooting this other stuff Yeah, that didn't involve and
1: that. I want a few days to like table read and practice like I just want to make sure that um, Everything when we start rolling like everyone knows what they're doing like right. I feel like I just even wanted to just push that so much and that um, Just give people a few days to like get comfortable with the whole thing like kind of explain what's going on I am gonna have kids on set which like I'm a little worried Ooh. about and it's like I have to Like em- work emphasize on the script
3: yeah. are those kids from from here
1: like um, one of them is, um, I don't, I haven't cast, there's only like two or three, there's three little kids that I need and like how the old? one, the one that I'm working with, um, his name's Bryson, John Steeley. Um, he was in Triggered and he, he's excellent. He's nine. Um, and his mom. I think mom,
3: that's a good age. Like if you're talking like five, six year olds, that's like yeah.
1: awful. Yeah. He looks <laughs> yeah. younger. I think
3: nine is, I mean, you're getting to a point where
1: he's going to play like a seven-year-old, but he looks yeah. younger. He's amazing. Like this is like the most like talented kid I've seen here locally. Like he's incredible and his mom is great. And she's helping me like learn about paperwork with kids. when you have them on set, like what you need to do, how long you can have them. Um, but I might even for like the, the main kid who doesn't really have to say much, she just has to kind of be there and be creepy. Um, I have my cousin's son who's like four and I might even just get shots of him. Like there's just got to be ways that, I can work around it because I just I have to be so careful with that, and I think that's going to be my biggest challenge here, mm. is making sure I don't break any rules, or if oh, I do, that's like fix so you're do- you're <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Why are you doing sag?
1: Um, my main actress is oh, sag. Shoot. Yeah, and um, so um,
3: everyone has to be sag.
1: Yeah, like Zach is Zach is really good at research, so mm. he's really good at making sure that, like that's why yeah, the kid
3: I, thing mm-hmm. with sag is. Yeah, pretty brutal. Yeah, like it's
1: yeah, oh, yeah. that's why we're starting so early on shit, because mm. we need to make sure that everything's yeah. good.
0: I think they can only work for, like, three hours. Yeah, like.
1: yeah and then they need a break and all that, which yeah. is actually okay, because, like, it's not really about the kids. Like, it's based yeah. around the kids, but they're not, they are not—they don't need to be in every scene. Yeah, And it's just really, it's hard to direct them. Like, Bryson, like, always knew what to do. Like, I would tell him lines that weren't even in the script, and he would memorize them, mm-hmm. because he's been doing it since... He was seven. I was actually there on his first set, and he just, like, blew me out of the water. Like, he just memorized, like, an entire monologue, and he loves it. Like, it's not what – it's not, like, one of those kids that's forced into acting. Mm -hmm. Like, his mother said that he wanted to do it, and she's gone, like, above and beyond, like, driving him to different states or flying him out, and he's he's incredible. Like, I truly see him going somewhere, and that's another reason I have him on board because there's no doubt in my mind that this kid's going to take off.
0: Well, the main thing yeah. that's going to cut out time is like make sure emphasize the script with everyone, and just make sure everyone knows it. So it's going to definitely save you a lot of time and money that way. If you just be able to just cut through the pretty much go through the entire script and just make mm-hmm. sure everyone knows their lines. That's one yeah. of our, that. That's
3: one of our. Pa- yeah, I'm crazy. Like yeah. like I told you, the, the kids they went off for the day, you know, around the town or whatever, mm-hmm. and they had shoot. They had a shoot. We had a shoot at night, and they came in, and. We start shooting and they're all fucking their lines up, and I'm like, "What is going on? Like, what? Yeah. Like, you guys were off all day. Like, you should have been running lines at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And I had to yell at them all. I got them all in a <laughs> room and fucking ripped them. Oh, you were and after daddy. That, yeah. And I'm, I'm <laughs> pretty chill. Like, I'm usually pretty low key and chill, but I was yeah, not happy. Yeah. I
1: eh. yeah. I think we need. I think we need to bring somebody who is like a teacher or something that could. Be with the kids and like kind of just, you just need a watch them and good script supervisor like that. Yeah. A script supervisor. Yeah,
0: pretty yeah, much. They, yeah, Have them definitely. run lines, like run lines, and pretty much just emphasize. Yeah. Them, like literally, just beat them to death with it. You yeah. You need like a like a, a trunchbull from uh, uh, what's that? What's that movie? Uh, Matilda. You need mm-hmm. you need one of those those oh. teachers.
1: Do your lines. Yes. yes. Like, yeah, oh yeah. What, for, sure, for sure. For sure.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Um, it, 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 is, is the script complete yet or is it
1: how it's not complete with like dialogue it's just like i know exactly like, what i'm gonna write yeah but like it's just i can't like just come up with it like i just have to be doing the most inconvenient thing for it to all just start coming in my right. head yeah like
2: yeah that's.
1: i mean it's but,
0: just like i'm yeah. writing a tv show right now i have all all my episodes plotted out i mm-hmm. just don't have i have two episodes done right but getting to three and four and five all the way up to 13 think of like
1: when to fill time because like i know like i guess it's like really what i'm like
2: everybody struggles with that
0: stuck with is
1: like i know the beginning i know the end i know the plot twist i know the characters but i'm trying to think of like comedic relief and other stuff that's like but then i don't want to like derail from the story but i still want to make sure that everything ties in but all
3: that stuff's needed like Mm -hmm. i was telling sean i'm like i'm good at like I got all I'm good at putting stuff down on paper like I can get ideas and, and the main plot points and everything I can get all that down on paper but it's all the like the filler scenes yeah. dialogue y yeah. scenes that carry the story through to the next plot point and I struggle with that Sean does too yeah and well I mean probably why wire movies are he, only he hour
0: struggles hour with scene. all dialogue <laughs> I think he struggles with all dialogue he just like has conversations in his head and he writes it, what's going on in his head, and the dialogue that's coming out is not, right. like,
3: <laughs> coherent you know at it sometimes. <laughs> um, have you heard of the Masterclass website? Yeah. I, I got it uh, a couple weeks ago, and I'm learning a lot. Like, I watched the Ron Howard one, which is Ron Howard teaches you how to direct or whatever. And I watched that with, like, eight hours. And then I started watching the Spike Lee one.
1: Oh, I really wanted to see that. And the Spike Lee
3: is, you know, more independent. And the way he started was kind of like the way we started. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm learning, I'm getting, I've only watched like three or four episodes of that one. And I'm getting so much more out of that one than I am Ron Howard. And he said something that I was just kind of like, it like maybe like jerk back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the way he writes is he'll, he, he gets index cards. And he will write all the dialogue and scenes and everything on the index cards.
1: That's how I write.
3: (laughs) Do you? Yeah. (laughs) So he said that he can take his index cards and move them back and forth wherever he wants. And then he handwrites his script. He doesn't even, he doesn't use a computer or typewriter. He says, I handwrite my scripts and then gives it to somebody to type it. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was saying that when he writes dialogue, and I never even thought about this, it's so basic and bizarre. Mm -hmm. He said, when you're writing dialogue, it's best to work with someone else because you're writing three characters. You create a dialogue as you're doing it, (laughs) but you're creating when you're writing by yourself, you've got three people that you're writing for. Yeah. And they're all the same. Like you're writing this person's the same as this person, this person's the same as this person. There's just dialogue. But he says, but if you think about it, when you're talking to two other people, each person has their own personality. Yeah. And to be able to get that different personality from another person while you're writing it, he says it's better to work with someone else to write because they can, because they're going to write based on their personality. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously not Quentin Tarantino or Kevin Smith here writing a script. Right. We're Mace Walker and Chris Leto. And we're obviously not at that level yet. if we ever will be, I think writing is a, God-gifted talent. Oh yeah, like, it is. You don't. You can't really learn. <laughs> yep. I think you can get a little better, but I don't think you can be like a shitty writer and then become a master. Um, I think you just got it or you don't. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I don't have it, but I force myself to have it,
2: and mm-hmm.
3: it's not good. Anyway, well, because um, we think linear. Sto- uh, people that actually write stories,
0: they can go like this. They, right. They yeah. can think of like this going on at the same time as this. this. We think straight right. we think linear right. where it's just how do from i get point a. From point a to point b yeah exactly. and they yeah. do and and they, they
3: do all kinds of they do d to c that's to how d. i am it's like i yeah and i just i I'm,
1: I'm more like that like i've been writing since i was a little kid like i used to win all these like writing competitions in elementary school and like i've had a diary since i was like um in the ninth grade and it's just got all kinds of like scripts and stories and just bullshit in it and i just feel like dialogue comes really naturally but then i my problem is i overwrite or I don't get to the point that, like, I don't think from that technical aspect. So I just think, like, this is interesting, this is interesting, and I want to show more of the personalities, and then we, like, never get to where we need to be. So that's, like, why Zach is such a help, because he'll go through it, and he'll look at me and be like, okay, I got nothing. Like, it will, he's really, like, and I didn't like Zach for, like, the longest time at first, because, like, I didn't, I don't want to see this. I liked Zach, but I didn't like when he would look at my shit, because he would tell me, like, He's well, we really felt and he didn't think anything of it because he's just—he's just like that. Or he'd watch that. He watched the first cut of Triggered, and he's like laughing throughout the whole thing. And then at the end, he's just sitting there, like. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, did you like it? And he goes, I'm sorry. He's like, he's like, uh, I don't get it. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then he was like, well, why is Christy such a bitch? You didn't show that, or you didn't tell, her you didn't show her bridge. And I was just like, what do you mean? Like I thought it was like the best thing ever. And then he like encouraged me to fill in those gaps by showing a character bridge and yeah. showing how she changed, why she acts the way she does. So he points out stuff that I don't even see. And then right. I wrote it and it's, and he watches it and he's like, Oh my God, it's so much better. And that's because he just, and he says why? how he feels. because
3: He's a good friend.
1: He is. No, because he's like my best friend. You're going to have,
3: you're going to, you're going to show your movie to hundred people, 99 of them are going, to like, Oh my God, it's so good Mace. I'm so proud of you. And then you're going to have one person that tells you the truth. Yeah. And that's the person you listen to. And he did.
1: And I didn't even really know him. So I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, come at me. (laughs) Sure. I like still. Like, I'll tell him an idea. And he'll either be like, oh, my God, I love it. Let's do it. And that's why, like, he's just so great to have around because he's just he's not that type of person that will, like, use you or then try to, like, you know, try and take creative control. Like, he's always, like, got my back with everything. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think I'm going to work with him as, like, as long as I can, you know. Right. Um, yep. So he's that's always that's what I told you last time. Find somebody there. that yeah. you can
3: make stuff with. Like and you and Tony and Sean. That's Shawn. as passionate mm-hmm. as you and, um, and do stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And you don't, and I, I, I told you before, like, you don't need a ton of people on your set. Right. Like, we made Zed's Dead with me, Sean. We had a script supervisor. Yeah, I wasn't even on that set. And then we yeah. had a couple people here in and out, like, one person would be here yeah. one day and not the other day. And yeah. we'd have another person holding the boom pole. Yeah. I think I did sound a, one a day recording audio. Like yeah. that was it. That's yeah. all we have Four people. And you know, on our level that that what that's going to do is, is that's going to teach you how to be a director, a producer, mm-hmm. a script supervisor, yeah, all wardrobe person, a uh, set yeah. designer. Like that's going to teach you all of yeah. those things by doing it yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Like I could probably go on a set, someone that I don't even know and be their wardrobe person or Mm -hmm. be their set designer, just because I've done it on every movie I've ever made. I was the, well, not everyone, but most of them We're the ones that decorated the set. We're the ones that did the lighting. We're the ones that did the the audio. We're the ones that did everything. We did the editing, you know? Um, so that's just going to help you by keeping your crew low. Um, one is going to be cheaper to make your movie. Um, I don't know if I told you last time but if you make a movie for over $10,000 or under a, or under yeah. 10,000 or over a million you have a chance. Yeah. If it's over 10 grand, you have mm-hmm. no chance of making your money back, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Like the Kevin Smith days are over where you can make a movie and be found and yeah, too many now, Miramax in the signed you to a contract right. and you're making a movie for Merrick. That shit's over. Yeah. Um, there's too many people making yeah. stuff. Everyone has a movie. Everyone, has everybody's a got a camera. Everybody's got a camera right here. Right. Yeah, and you know it's silly to make a movie on a phone, but we you did it. Can we, can. we can. did it? <laughs> well, so they we, did, we made films, a found footage yeah. yeah, but mm-hmm. you can make a narrative yeah. film with a phone if you yeah. wanted to. Yeah. The cameras um, nowadays on these phones—it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like the, the new iPhones are like unbelievable. Yeah. Cinema mode. I don't, I don't, I don't even I don't have use an iPhone. iPhone. I, I don't see either. it. And I'm just like, holy crap, that's incredible. Yeah, I don't use iPhone. Um, I can't do Apple. But, you know, that all those things, Just the, the, think of it, the more jobs you have, the more hats you wear, it's just going to help you learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. And to be a director, I feel like you need to know every job Man. on set. You need to know how yeah. to do it. Um, I think a but, good
0: portion that a lot of people do neglect is the marketing. A lot of people neglect Correct. on
3: the of ma- marketing aspect. And- well, that's that's the right. problem with mm-hmm. our with our movies. Is, yeah, um, that's why it's best to keep it under ten grand because you can probably crowdfund and raise ten grand um, if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could probably do that. Right. Uh, should I see movies? Uh, this guy made his first movie. Um, he's a film reviewer. Like he buys DVDs and reviews the films. He's not <laughs> even really that good. Um, <laughs> no, he's like, yeah, I see. Th- I saw this movie. It was pretty good. On to mm. the next movie. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah. was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's a spoiler-free review. The guy has a fault. He's created a following for like 5 years and he directed his first movie. The guy talks like Rain Man. He ta- Rain he made Man. his first movie the guy raised like 80,000 dollars to wow. make this movie. And he was getting like Scout Taylor Compton and he's got like some named people that you know who they I are. Love movie, I love her. I love Scout. Just like what the mm-hmm. fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> Like, how did he get $80,000 for his first movie? <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't even get 10. Right. Yeah. Um, really? But it can happen. And you know, once you make your money back, then you're in the green. And yeah. even if you get a shitty distribution deal, okay. Like most people. I made my money back, I didn't lose any money. Right. And people are seeing it. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you take that approach, you'll be all right. Um, but I, I wouldn't even say make a movie for 10 grand. like. That's almost like cutting your throat. Well, since you're not
0: paying for locations, I think you, you, you're you ahead of the ball now. So, yeah. like, you don't have to... I don't think you have to do something so high. I think you could do it for... I mean, really depends on what your script is. Right. But, um, and how, like, detailed.
1: A lot of it's going to go towards the set design. And then, because yeah. um, I do, like... But Triggered, I would just find a location I liked. I would fuck with it a little bit, and then that's boom, that's the set. Like, yeah, this right. one, like, I have an image in my mind of how I want it to look. Because with Triggered, mm-hmm. it's more raw. It wasn't very cinematic. I just wanted it to look like, you're, like 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 realistic, like how a kid's room would look. It's, like, a little messy. Like, this is, True. like, more, like, art to me. Like, I have the vision in my head. I kind of want to yeah. make sure that that's right. So that's why I'm getting an art team. And a lot of them are people that I went to school with or were in the theater department or whatever, people who will do it for – really cheap or free that just want to be a part of something and I'm only like, I'm very selective about people I work with because I love all, like all different kinds of people, but sometimes when you bring them together on a creative project, if you have different personalities, I don't want anyone to clash, so like I'm bringing on very relaxed people who will like say sorry if something goes wrong or like want to talk it out because just when you have so many obnoxious like personalities or people who have egos or insecure, it's just, I mean that was like the Trigger, we had so many people that were just so opposite and I don't yeah. want that so um, I think everyone that I'm bringing is gonna get along really well um, and a lot of the budget yeah will go towards like you know Carl cause he, he needs to get all of the materials oh. to do the gore and everything but that's like what the movie like that's what makes the movie so like definitely wanna make sure I have sure. that money um, for all that stuff and I'm glad that he's available yeah de-
0: and definitely try to do all of practical effects well, all yeah. or Back majority oh yeah, yeah. because it, especially if you're just learning, like, Da or anything like that.
2: It's,
1: I feel it's, like it looks CGI more real, done too. If not well,
0: it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's okay to...
3: You have to, to pay an animator, though. Like, if you have to pay an animator, that is your, yeah. there's a the majority That's of your bottom bottom right budget of budget, And it's yeah. probably going to look like shit. Like, in our... Yeah. In a uh, Delta Pi, we had, a, like, subtle CGI. Like, um, we burned a face on a grill. And when she hit the ground... Like a little bit of smoke was coming off her face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, A little subtle things like that is Just to enhance. Yeah. Uh, We had like a knife. We did like a giallo where the knife's coming into the frame, Uh, and there was like little blood, you know, spurt as Mm -hmm. it was coming up, was spraying. But just real subtle. Yeah. I mean, most of it was practical, but just little subtle things to enhance the practical effects is okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's simple stuff. So if you can, like I said, if you can get it achieved practically. Do it practically because, mm-hmm. you know, pe- people also appreciate that a lot more. Uh, when horror wo- fans hate CGI. Yeah. 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 Trust me. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so when they when they see, like, the practical effects used, like, definitely do, like, a behind the scenes. If you could do yeah. that for, like, a DVD, even the, you could have somebody just filming with, like, a handheld. Just, I do want, just, like, some
1: BTS because I don't yeah. have... Really much for my last film, like I'm in like yeah. maybe two of the pictures out of thousands because yeah, I'm moving that's... around so much. You just see like a little like ghost-like figure that's me in the background of. And I wish I would have gotten like. Well, more you, can and stuff. you can even tell your friends. You can even tell your
0: friends just to take just videos of. like
1: what yeah. sure sucks on our senses
3: yeah. where we. You we always fuck up BTS like we <laughs>
1: Well, are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, just well, that's just you, don't you don't think about it. You're hats. so
3: busy. Yeah, exactly. Cause we're all doing something, multiple
1: uh, things. Yeah. It's like the last thing on your mind, but then yeah. you want to look back on it right, and right. you don't have that. So yeah, definitely, yeah, and I'm definitely, trying to track my progress here and I can't, I want to watch myself direct. Cause sometimes like a little bit, like I, I saw a little bit of it when, you know, when the footage for triggered, when we weren't rolling yet and some of it, I was like, Oh, I'm doing a good job. And others, I'm like, why the fuck am I even here? <laughs> like what am why I saying? <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know. When I was, like, 17, I said something on set where I told the extras, if they don't do good in the next shot, then I'm not going to give them food. And I was, like, (laughs) and my strip supervisor was, like, oh, my God. You were a bitch. And then, like, she pulled me aside. She's, like, hey, people are here for free. You can't be saying you're not going to feed them. And they were like kids too. I was like, all right, well, if you don't do good, then I'm not giving you Wendy's. Or I was just like getting like really like. I was
0: like, I'm telling your mom.
1: Right? Like it was just weird. So weird. And then other ones, like I could say, I could. I was assertive, but also I, you know, was aware that people were volunteering mostly and that I can't be a yeah. fucking tyrant most of the time. Yeah. So. It's just all about being self-aware, I guess. And just
0: make sure you keep control of your set, too.
1: And of yourself. Like, well, your well, set in general because <laughs> right. when you have
0: so many people on set, you're going to see a lot of like
3: people trying to be chiefs and just – It's a lot of people. Well, the just, one thing yeah. that yeah. I, I – I, on one of my movies, Seeing Evil, um, we had a huge crew. Like, We had decent – we had, I think, $75,000. Mm-hmm. And we had a huge crew. Um, and – I'm sitting there looking around and I'm like, half the fucking people aren't doing anything
2: yeah.
3: and I'm just sitting around and I'm just like half the, like these people aren't even needed. Like why are they here? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I always try to keep the crew small. Right. And it gets
1: got, stressful. There's too many the people around
3: yeah. and it, I mean, we were shooting in a house
1: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. and you know, I got a first AC, second AC, two gaffers, two grips, a script supervisor, wardrobe, makeup. Like we just had all these people just standing around in this little room and I was like, this is not good. Yeah. Yeah. But what are you going to do? You're already halfway through the shoot and you
1: can't just tell them to fuck off Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So, um, yeah, after that, that was the, that was the movie that made me retire and I, I hated that movie so bad being on set that I quit. For five years and then
1: Wow. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then Sean asked me to shoot he had a movie he wanted to make and asked me to shoot it and I said, All right, I'll do it. And it wasn't and a bad movie. Me, I didn't like the ending, but and that, like, that kind of got me back into wanting to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, know, we he came now back now Trump. I'm like, let's do something, let's do something. And Sean's yeah. like, we gotta chill. I'm like come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am the driving force well, I want to keep well, stuff all don't, the time and don't, don't leave him to all the ideas for movies because yeah, uh, you'll end up with Twilight <laughs> shit. So we just have this <laughs> we just have this thing going, man, and I'm like I literally think we can make four features a year. Yeah. And you know, just keep pumping them out. Mm-hmm. But what going back to what Tony said, marketing is like yeah. huge. Yeah. It's huge. That should be a good portion of like I of your think budget. we've we've tapped Sean's following, we've tapped that and we can only like, we've hit our limit. Yeah. You hit hit your ceiling. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's a huge market for the kind of movies we make, and we've only tapped like a small percentage of it and we need to figure out a way to market ourselves to get a bigger audience. Um, you know, it's, it's, I've always said you can have the greatest movie ever made, but if nobody knows it's there, then what good is it? Right. Nobody's going to see it. Right. So um, always keep your marketing and budget in mind. Because so
0: marketing's huge. Yeah. So especially mm-hmm. when you're releasing this trigger too. Yeah. Like make sure, you know, you have marketing in mind. Where are you going to market it? How are you going to market it? Um, if you're having Blu-rays, DVD, streaming. Like you just got to be able to like, you know, just right. try to get the name out yeah. there. The, mm-hmm. the movie poster out there. Trailers out there. Do you
3: have like a website or
1: anything? Or? Um, I, I have... I have my own website, and then Triggered's trailer. There's a page for it on there, and then I have the trailer like on YouTube and stuff. But yeah. I mean, it's it's hard because again, it's like controversial, and just everything I'm gonna make is probably gonna but be controversial, good. and it's difficult again. Yeah. yeah, it is, and then but then there's like
3: here's the thing. Like, it's weird. A, there's it's grayer, yeah. right, like, sure. yeah. it.
1: yeah. like, There's an audience for everything. You're um,
3: right. Like you can have a guy licking people's <laughs> elbows, and someone will watch it. Yeah. There's an audience for everything. You know, and you're not going to make a movie that appeals to everyone. Like this right. fucking guy doesn't even like Quentin Tarantino. So I'm like, this guy's <laughs> like one of the greatest directors ever. I, I do like and one. he mm-hmm. just doesn't really? like him. So mm-hmm. obviously. He's got some good ones. Everybody has different tastes and you you can't make a movie that's. Right. You can't try to appease everyone in the world. It's <laughs> right. not going to happen. <laughs> right. But you're always going to have haters. You're going to have people that, oh, your movie sucks. And definitely. other people are going to say, man, I love your movie. Like, I really and That's how the
1: screening went, really. I mean, I had people that, there's no in between. Like, either people just straight up were like, no, not for me. And then I had there's other people that, like that really liked it a lot. Um, but definitely, like, my style, I feel like I, like, take a little bit to build up to things. I always have, like, a hook in the beginning. But, like, like I just, I, I love writing drama. And if you don't, if you're not into drama, if you need something to be happening mm-hmm. every second, like, my shit's not going to be for you, you know? Right. Um, but that's just, I try my best to keep it interesting, but I'm more about like the aesthetic and the weirdness and just,
3: just cre- creating there's, an offset. There's an audience and, for that. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, and you just got to find it.
1: More you about the subtle things, audience. I guess. Yeah. You
0: have to mm-hmm. find I love the artsy type films. But yeah. you
3: can't, yeah, you can't too. try to appeal every, to everybody. I mean, it's just not going to happen. It's going to drive you crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. if you start reading the comments on IMDB about or your that. movie or YouTube or whatever, Um, Don't do that. I had to turn off comments on our YouTube channel. You're going to drive yourself crazy.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm like, like that. Why I'm, did this
3: guy not like my movie? You know, what I mean,
1: yeah, because he did not like it. I, I wish like wasn't, like, I wasn't like so watched. insecure with stuff like that, because I have this like I don't give a fuck with people think of me type attitude, and you then I just say what I attitude. want. But then someone says something like, "Oh, that looks bad," and I'm immediately like thinking about it just consistently, and like, just, should I change it? Hey, don't get it, triggered. Or? Don't get triggered. Don't,
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to people. Yeah. sure. Just I
1: mean, it happens to everyone. That's the entertainment industry. Everyone. So you know what movie I hate.
3: Braveheart. I hate yeah. that freaking movie. I hate I've it.
1: I've never seen that. People love. People paradise. are like, "Oh
3: man, how do you like? How do you hate Braveheart? Because I don't like it. I think yeah. it sucks. I think it's boring. Yeah, it's not my type. I don't like medieval yeah. battle movies. Like, it's not yeah. my thing. Gladiator movies. It's not my thing. Yeah, you know, I don't like westerns. Yeah, because I don't like them. But yeah. there's a huge fan there base of people that love yeah. westerns. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so and period you just movies. you got to. Find your audience and then appeal to that. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what me and Sean do. He's got a audience that loves gore and tits and that's what we put in our movies. And, 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 that's what and they actually like. evolve. And they buy it. <laughs> actually you have to it.
0: evolve and like like add stuff and twist stuff around. They – I mean Chris and Sean, they have one formula. They're not right. – they're, but they're trying to
3: add stuff to it. They're trying yeah. to, you know they're, – they're trying. Yeah.
0: We're, I mean we're trying to improve
3: but we, our we've, stuff. we've, we've – we know what our people like. Yeah. You know, do we think our movies are, are like good? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's
0: our good audience, to have that awareness. Our, <laughs> but our
3: audience does. Our audience yeah. buys mm-hmm. everything Sean puts out. Yeah, right. his, his He's got a fan base and whatever we put out, yeah. we can put some bullshit out and they'll buy it. Which is what so they're she's afraid sex of. sex seance. Yeah. It's a bullshit. Like it's oh bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and people buy it. He he's like, that's my yeah. top selling movie right
2: now. Wow. And we're just like, yeah, well, yeah. I don't well,
3: get it yeah but whatever we'll make more mm-hmm. you know i um, mean are there other things that i want to do absolutely um but for now we have our formula we know what we're doing yeah. we know how much we're going to make on the movie already and we just pump them out um what they and we need try to, to do. make them fun i mean that's yeah. the thing is that if you make it fun to watch and enjoyable people are going to watch it yeah
0: well, um, what they need to do is do film two movies at once. One movie they want to make and one movie they have to make right. to fund the other movies. That, so they need to do two movies at uh, once yeah. to make All it like – Like you know. I was I was writing
3: <laughs> the cheerleader sleepover slaughter and it sounds goofy, but it actually kind of had some substance to it and it was kind of cool and I just couldn't get it together. But mm-hmm. hopefully in the future it will come together. Yeah, but, Is that
1: the one with like the locker room and everything? Yeah, the one I needed, the locker yeah. room.
0: Fell apart. I mean, if we can, if we could come up with a, find someone to help us build
3: a shower. We I mean, can, I'll I can, build a shower. I'll build I've, a shower. I've had, here. I've had people since I put it on the back burner, I've had people say, Hey, I found you a locker room or yeah. whatever. So I can get the locker room, but there's just some other things that were kind of falling apart yeah. that were, you know, irking me that yeah. I just kind of like. I need to put this away and mm-hmm. do something
0: different. Mm-hmm. So I did. But well, like I said, yeah. if you find someone to build a shower, we can build it in the warehouse, and then we can just get it done. But yeah. I don't know how you want to build That's it. You, well, I, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there are, there are shortcuts that I'm actually gonna, you know, we can do. But there's, I mean, you just got to find someone with talent to build it. Right. I mean, I could build anything, but the, I can't do plumbing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we could just do a self, self-sustaining system of. I mean, like, like fountains. Like the way to do fountains, you can do it something similar to that. Um, but, you know, that's just something you could do if you wanted to come up with something. But it's, it's a pain in the ass. Of course. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Oh, man. Cool. So what, when do you start? You said in October you wanted to
1: do that? Um, second week of October
0: oh yeah it's gonna be a little cooler up there is it right? is
1: I, I originally had it for september but then like i want to get the fall leaves and everything and nah, that's yeah. the best time to go sure. um and i kind of want the end of the movie to like not have any leaves so it's creepy like wh- if you guys have ever been up there like when it's winter like it's depressing as fuck and it's mm, really yeah. weird it's got a weird vibe and like none of the trees have leaves and it's got this like fog and it's just free, gray free. and it's i i want to film when it gets to that point because september like it's, it's beautiful anyways but it's all green and stuff and i want to see a change and also there's symbolism in the seasons you know people yeah. look for that shit oh, yeah. so mm. i think that's probably my best bet right there and i'm glad that i already have it planned because the trigger i was like two days before filming it's like hey you want to do this role and <laughs> i mean and right. there's nothing wrong with that either i love being spontaneous but it's just mm. i with my adhd and my organization like you know, I've a lack of that for sure. However, Um,
3: it's good that you know how to do that because mm -hmm. on naked cannibal campers, we show up to set and we had three main girls. One of them didn't show up. No call, no show. We're kind of like, what is going on? Like we just talked to her yesterday. Weird. She didn't show up. Didn't hear from her the whole shoot. And we, luckily we found somebody to replace her in like two hours. We had somebody on set two hours later. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so that's definitely a good skill to have and always, always have crew members that know how to act and you that's can just good. place them that's in. That's a really good idea. <laughs> I mean,
1: I threw crew members in that didn't know how to act, but we made the scenes work. So. Yeah.
3: Sean's um, in every movie for a reason mm-hmm. yeah. because someone didn't show up or somebody failed well, or whatever. Well, that's yeah. how I ended up in Naked Cannibal Campers because Jason – Were you had- naked? Uh, well, I was oh, half-naked. Yeah. Half Jason half naked. was supposed to be My role. your role. Yeah. Right, and he had a shoot or something. He couldn't... Yeah, so they threw me in. Like couldn't come come so last we met Tony, and we're like, hey, you want to be in it? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, I mean, that was a, the day of. I mean, that was probably two weeks before. Yeah, right. but beforehand. it was still... like <laughs> I,
0: I had to plan for work, yeah. and There's a lot of things. That, you
1: know, I mean, you know. Zach can improvise really well, and he'll just go on and on, and he makes everything funny. We use, like, other, like... Like, we used some of the extras, parents, like, one of them, like, played a teacher. And I mean, it didn't really matter, like, yeah. if the role isn't, like, if you're, if you're not really focused on performance, they're more, like, a prop, or they have to, right. they're there to make it make sense, and, like, it doesn't right. matter that much. And there are ways to, like, make people look like better actors with editing. Like, mm-hmm. I used a lot of candid shots and stuff of them. you know, when the camera's rolling, like, making a certain expression or <laughs> something like that. Like, I have two scenes made just out of candid shots, and they're, like, one of them's, like, one of my favorite scenes, honestly. Okay. And, um, yeah, yeah. Did so so I tell you about Bianca Barnett? No.
3: So there was an article that came out uh like three months ago about a girl that's suing Marilyn Manson <laughs> because she was his girlfriend and he made her like do all this crazy oh, yeah, stuff. I've Did heard you about it? Yeah. Well, that girl was in our movie, Died Die, I Delta Pi. Oh. And she was supposed to be like the face of our film. Like this was the first time, it was our third movie together, and it was the first time we actually went out and tried to get a scream queen and flew her in and put her in a hotel and paid her and all this stuff. And she comes down first day on set. She comes in. She was only there for the weekend. It was, we had an eighties scenes mm. and then we flash forward to now mm. and she was in the eighties stuff, which luckily she was only in like three days. <laughs> um, so she comes on set and we're filming and she flubs her line. So I'm like, all right, let's restart, start filming again, flubs her line again restart flubs her line again we're like i'm looking at sean like what the fuck is going on so he's like so we keep she keeps screwing up and i'm like and the other girls that are amateur actors are all like blowing her away and so we're like what is happening so we get to a point and bianca goes well sean told me i didn't need to know my lines that well so i'm like (laughs) all right let's take a break so I took Sean in the back of him. I go, did you tell her she didn't? He was, why the hell would I tell her that? I'm like, I don't know, but I don't know what's going on. Like, what yeah. is happening?
1: Yeah.
3: So we go back. We start shooting. We ended up holding the freaking script in front of her face so she could read her lines. That's how bad I've,
1: it was. I had to do that with um, the actor that played the boyfriend. And what, one of the things.
3: this prof- like girl's a professional actor. A professional actor that's been in all this stuff. I didn't know that. So Yeah. We're like, what the hell's going on? So it ended up the next night she was in, we were at Sean's house and we were shooting in the woods. He had a, a like across the street, he has woods and like this big sandpit clearing mm-hmm. and we were having this big toga scene. Like we had probably 30 people in the scene. Toga, all in togas toga, and stuff toga. <laughs> and the girls are a sorority and they're initiating a girl and all this stuff. And Bianca was the lead of the sorority. Yeah. So, we get to the point where, well, meanwhile, all day, she's not until the night stuff, so we're shooting stuff during the day, and she's fucking drinking all day long. Oh, my And God, we're yeah. just kind of like, what is that going on here? So we get to the scene at the end where she's in, and she has one line left, and she's done. And she couldn't say it right. And Sean corrected her like three Can times. Can you share what
1: the line was?
3: And she, mm-hmm. Marissa Smack her on the ass three times. That was the line. She couldn't get it right. So Sean's directing her like three times. We, we stop. We got to start again and redo re- it. And she flips out. Like flips out. You know what, Sean? I don't know what the fuck you want from me. I've been working on this stupid movie. And you're the, this is the worst movie I ever worked on. And all this shit. Well, our audio guy's still rolling through all of it. And it's actually her rant is on. We just released a tenth anniversary or a I think it was a tenth anniversary edition or something, mm-hmm. uh, and a anyway, Blu Ray. And we put that on <laughs> as a special feature. Her blowing up on yes. us. But is it just the audio? Yeah, it was just audio. I cut. Unfortunately, I wish I had video the whole thing. But she went crazy on us. So we finally got her to say her last line, and she left. And then all this other shit happened after that. But anyway, I don't know what my point was to this, but <laughs> uh, we were talking about how you make an actress look yeah. good. Yeah, we held a script in front of her damn face Yeah. while she read the lines. It was so bad. Yeah. It put a bad taste in her mouth. Because this <laughs> yeah. girl was supposed to be like the face of our movie. Yeah. And we yeah, ended up burying her name in the credits because we didn't want anybody to know anything about this girl. Yeah. So what's funny is – uh, after the after we wrapped and we were talking about it, um, that week we were we were finished. We were talking about it. And we we're like, you know, what the fuck happened? Like we did research and all this stuff. So we went on her IMDb. I'm like, she's got all these credits, right? So we started like really looking at her credits, and it was all like, girl in bathroom, girl downstairs, girl she at Doesn't sound bar. like very committed. Though. She was like, like a girl that had no lines ever. Like her girl, biggest yeah. role. Was some Showtime movie and she wore like a mask and had no dialogue. Like she has this (laughs) weird face and had no dialogue. That's funny. So I'm like, this girl can't deliver lines. Like, great. Wish we'd have known that before we (laughs) casted her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well,
3: that'd be a you good know, thing to do in research, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, that's what I did with the guy that played the boyfriend, Christy's boyfriend. And he was actually, I thought he was like 20, but he ended up being 32. And Christy or Caden, who played her, was like 15 at the time. And I had to figure out how to do like a sex scene without them touching each other. So it was basically like we were implying this was her first time she was losing her virginity. And his line was supposed to, he was supposed to look into her eyes and say something like, I want you to feel everything you've never felt before. But yeah. what he kept saying was, Christy, I just want to go inside of you. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, let's cut, let's cut, let's cut. And she's looking around and she like looks at me and she's like, like, looks so uncomfortable. And her mom's like, and I was like, no, that's not the line. That's not the line. I was like, no, no, you're supposed to say, I From want you to feel everything. Right? Yeah, he's like, I want oh, you to feel everything right, you've never right. felt before. And he's like, Okay, got you, no, Mies, I got you. Like he would always interrupt me. He would never let me direct. He'd be like, No, no, I, I see what you mean. I, got, I got you. And he'd be so confident. And we start rolling again. And he gets to the point. And he goes, Christy, just let me go inside of you. <laughs> and I was like, Stop, bro. And then I start yelling. I'm upset. I'm like, Come on. Like it's not that hard. And then he's like, Oh, I don't know why I said it. I just, I'm so used to saying that. I'm like, What do you why mean? You like, what? And we start going again. <laughs> and then he says it again. He's like. Just let me go in you. Just let me come in you. I'm like, dude, you know what? I was like, is this a joke? Like, I think he was like drinking or something also because he came and he was wonky as fuck. And like the next day he brought some girl from like his hotel on set and he didn't remember her name. He said her name was like Ashley. And she's like, oh, my name's Caitlin. And he was like, oh, (laughs) yeah. And um, she wasn't able to. I I remember like going in the elevator to pick him up from downstairs because we had like a key card because we were shooting in an office building. And the door opens and he's got like one eyeball open, like some suitcases, and he's got this girl. And I'm like who's this? Like we're shooting during COVID. We can't just have random people. He goes, Hey man, it's good to see you guys. It's Ashley. She's like, Caitlin. He's like, Caitlin, Caitlin. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I met her last night. She's great. Um, I, he stayed at the Don Cesar and he, he called it the Don Caesar. And he's like, yeah, I booked it cause it looked cool. It's called the Don Caesar. And we go upstairs and, um, I'm stuck with him because like I had him from the beginning. So I had to make him like look pretty good, you know? And he's a really good guy. I just think he's on something and we get upstairs and um he's like oh can she be an extra and i was like no and so he's like sorry you're gonna have to wait in the hallway and um he goes (laughs) in the classroom and he looks at one of the girls who's like 16 or she was 15 and he goes damn why couldn't you play my girlfriend and i'm like okay you know what i was like you go out in the hallway with caitlin actually whatever her name is i moved them around i had him come back in and then she's just out in the hallway and zach's like who the fuck is that and i was like some girl that he brought with him and then zach went out and he's like hey you can't be here Mm -hmm. and she's just like what like i met this she's like probably thinking oh i met this like hot guy last night and he brings me onto some amateur film set and then they kick me off like it's just It was such a weird That's situation. Funny. You know what? But
3: I think you just need to, like, scrap all the movies and just write a book about that movie you BTS. made, about I, Trigger. I want to. Just write about all the stories because they're freaking hilarious. Yeah. Like, I, 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 after your show, I picked my son up, and we were going to, like, a toy show or something, and I had the podcast. We were listening to it. Mm-hmm. And he's just cracking up, like the, the piano guy. See, the giving me thing. a shirt oh, with yeah, his no face guy on with the it. Shirt. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm freaking laughing. Like, it's so funny.
1: Yeah. It's
3: awesome. Like, we've all had, like, weird shit happen on set. but
1: It's just, like, we always called like it, like, the cursed set. Level. And, like, the lady that thought we were, like, the BLM group. And then she was, like, I gave you water. <laughs> and you come on my property destroying it. And then the extra, like, vomited all over her yard. <laughs> And um, then, like, I didn't know what to do. Like, being me, I kind of got freaked out. So I'm like, ew, vomit. I just started running away. And everyone's like, you're the director, and you're just leaving this girl (laughs) vomiting in someone's yard. And I was like, that's right. I need to come back and stare at it and make sure she's okay. And then, like, as she's, like, still vomiting, we have one of my, like, stage dads who's, like, standing over, like, advertising the film, like, to the people bringing her water. He's like, oh, yeah, here's my son. Um, He's in me, I'll show you the trailer. And she's just like, (laughs) and then i'm like freaking out because i'm like oh my god like are you actually sick do we have covid and zach's like oh we we need the waivers do we get the waiver signed and everyone's like dude does she have covid do we have covid and it was like such a mess and i'm like what the fuck do i do like i had i never like planned for any of these things i don't think anybody planned for that no No. And then it was fine. Like, but then I forgot that she had like really bad anxiety and that was her biggest fear was vomiting. And I was like, Hey, my biggest fear was directing a movie by myself. We both, you know, (laughs) came over something and she was a good sport about it. But the next time she, she chose to come back on set be an extra again and we were filming like a vomiting scene okay? Good. <laughs> and she didn't realize that and then she starts to have a panic attack in the classroom she's like oh my oh, god oh my god oh my god and i was like oh are you okay and she's like i need to step out so she runs out and fucking collapses oh, and my stage dad he comes over and he's like oh my god because his son was like one of the main characters. And- um, he was like, Oh my God, are you okay? Like, and she gets up, she's like, Oh, I'm fine. I just, I can't, I can't do vomit. So I left her out there for like the whole scene. And then I was like, Oh, she could probably come back in. We are only getting like a few more inserts before we move on to the next thing. So she comes back in, we have the big Tupperware full of like fake vomit. All and right. she's like, oh, oh, I can't look at it. All and then right. I was like, Oh my God. Like I, I felt really bad. Cause like, I feel like I wasn't like, Looking out for her as much, but it's like right. there's so much shit that I had to pay attention to or remember. It was just I lost my debit card on that set. Um, I got my got a, my first parking ticket, which I saved. <laughs> um, just all kinds of stuff, and I mean, it's, yeah, it's just definitely a learning curve. Sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't prepare for stuff like that, like people no. getting sick or hurt or random people yeah. showing up on set, just. Trying to kick you off, like stuff like that.
0: (laughs) Well, you're going to keep learning these as you keep going. Like every set, you're going to learn something new. Yeah. Every day in and day out, you're going to just learn a technique or learn something stupid or like, why the fuck did that just happen? Yeah. You're going to say that almost every day. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Yeah. I, think,
0: I think I heard Chris say it every day that I've known it when we were filming. Like, what every the day. fuck is going on? Just,
1: just so <laughs> many weird things. We had like two kids from Full Sail that came when I first started filming. I was like, I had been filming this for like two months, and then the, my producer at the time who ended up like having that issue with like the law thing and all that. Um, he came, uh, he brought them on set, and he's like, these kids are gonna do great. Um, they go to Full Sail, and they they're gonna help film. And so they, one of them was gonna be camera B because we needed a camera guy that day, and. I, think that might have been Zach's first day with us, and um, so I was just getting to know Zach, but um, the one guy um, who was supposed to be filming it, we had texted, and he was like, yeah, I shoot on a Black Magic, um, I ha- I'm good with this, I'm good with dollies, and I was like, okay, so maybe he's like a senior about to graduate, he knows what we're doing, so he shows up. Um, and then they're late because they got lost and I guess the girl that he's with he like has a crush on the other thing so they're like kind of like flirting throughout the whole time. but they get there and I'm like, oh my God, awesome. So and he's like, yeah, so where's the camera? I'm like, I thought you had the camera. like you said you shoot on black magic. He's like, I shoot on a black magic. I don't own a black magic oh my And I'm like, well, what the fuck then? What does that mean And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess you guys can be like gaffers for today And they were supposed to be like interning for me, which I felt weird because like I never done this before these kids have been in college for film for years. Um, so we get we get in the car, like I ended up riding with them and we go to set we're getting along like really well. like they're like, oh, I have ADHD too and we like to we like to do dramas and like it was just going too good. But then when we get to the location, we're filming in this motel room. basically, it's another after sex scene with Christy and some other dude who was like probably too old to be playing with, with her. But um, um <laughs> it was actually my DP that I threw in there too play the guy because the other guy ended up in ocala so it was already a shit show and the one the one dude the full sale guy he like interrupts the scene and he's like i'm sorry i just he's like you're not feeling it man like what do you mean he's like what's the mood here and i was like he's a pedophile and he's sleeping with this girl like what do you mean what's the mood and he was like well you're not like expressing like what's the feeling i said well she feels like she's in love with him, and he's just using her, like, I don't get what you mean, and he's like, I don't know, man, it's just, like, I'm not feeling it, bro, and so he was, like, giving me all this, like, terminology from Full sale and all that shit, and I was like, look, I don't do your textbook bullshit, I don't know, like, what that means, I'm, I'm still learning, and he's like, yeah, but I don't know, I just, I just don't feel like I'm connected, like, what's the, what's the lighting here, and I was like, it's just dark, bro, it, ha- it happens at night, like, I get what he was saying, but it wasn't one of those aesthetic scenes, it was more about the dialogue, so the next location we're at, he and the girl are, like, kind of avoiding me, and I kind of don't need them at that point, point. and then they pulled me outside, and the guy looks like he's about to cry, and she started to, like, translate for him, like, she's like, he just feels like, um, he's being, like, excluded from the set, and I'm like, what, I just met you, like, three hours ago, like, what? <laughs> And she was like, he did. And he's this big, tall guy, and she's a little girl, is like shorter than me. And she's like, yeah, well, he really thought it was going to be something else, and we really like you, but I don't think this is going to work out. I'm like, are you breaking up with me? Like, what's going on? (laughs) I said, I was like, well, I don't, I was like, well, let's work it out, because I've already had so many people that I've burned bridges with, or vice versa, and I don't want this to happen. So I was like, what's the deal? And he's just like, how do I say this? Um, I just like, I don't know. Like, if I can't. If I can't AD, I don't think this can be saved. And I was like, Who are you? You've never read my script before. I don't know you. I don't know your last name. I don't even think I know your first name. And you're telling me that I can't be saved unless you're here as my AD? And I was like, I don't want to share like creative control. I have an AD and all that shit. And like, we're outside for like, Half an hour, and then I just end up like almost fighting with these kids. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Go back to full sale or whatever. Yeah. And it was I'm, just like it was I'm, weird. I've met
3: some full sale
1: people. And it over. was just like they should be called full of themselves. Full of themselves yeah. sale. Yeah. And I mean, like it didn't. It just ended so awkward because like I'm sure I was doing things wrong. Like I, I'm positive, but. It was just weird because he's like, I feel like you don't know your characters. I feel like you don't know I'm me. like, what do you mean I don't know them? It's I, not
2: you, it's me. <laughs> it was so
1: weird. Like, just the way they're like, I don't think it's going to work out. We're going to have to go back. Um, wow. But I'm like, you're the one who said you were going to film camera B and you didn't even bring a fucking camera. And you're telling me that I don't know what I'm doing? Like, oh, I shoot I just, on
3: Blackmagic. I don't. Own a black man.
1: I mean, he never... Spec- we had so many, like, text right. conversations beforehand. I didn't think that that was, like, something I'd have to ask. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's like an actor showing up. Like, oh, like, I can't act. I just didn't bring my skills today. It's like, what? <laughs> like, who does that? So, That's
3: Bianca Barnett. Yes, I'm an actress, but I didn't even read the script. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: those are words. <laughs> <laughs> How do these words I'm talking different. to Sean. I'm like, this girl didn't even read the script. She may have glanced at it, like, once, but... I mean, she had a freaking two-hour plane right here. Like, did you pay her? The line. Yeah, we paid her.
1: Do you think she did it for that? Like, I don't, I don't know understand why, why anyone would. Like, normally you're working towards a bigger part, so why would you just it. want to do background?
3: But she's been in like tons of stuff. She had stuff on Showtime. She mm-hmm. had a huge horror following. Mm-hmm. And we were like, this is a perfect person for our movie. Yeah. Like, because she'll promote it and blah. blah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Horrible. 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 <laughs> I, 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 I
0: still haven't seen that, so I have no idea. I don't have any
2: input mm-hmm. on
0: her. Um,
3: Probably better off. <laughs> I've heard that already. i, I uh, heard negative reviews for that movie. Nah, that was a fun movie. Like 80 so slashers. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: was fun. Good times. Well, with that, thank you everybody for joining us on Killer Collab Podcast. Once again, my name is Tony Depp from Florida. Tony D, as always, joined with Chris Lato for Reaper Films.
1: Yo. Yo.
0: And also returning mace walker
1: the first returning
0: the first return <laughs> the return of the yeah, mace
2: walker
1: right
0: the second series thank you guys like subscribe hit the bell make sure you get notified
2: when we get uh put a new video out uh, have a wonderful day